This is a night. This is the night I was created for. I'm gonna put on my best disguise and go knocking on everybody's door. This is a night. This is the night I'm gonna hit the street. Cause this is a night folks are giving away so many good things to eat. Oh, people, you know, like good. If every night was a night to go trick or treat, trick or treat, wouldn't it be sweet? Trick or treat, just a trick or treat, trick or treat, wouldn't it be sweet? Trick or treat, just a trick or treat. Talk shoes recorded live. <laughs> How about that? That was, uh, keep that in the recording. That was weird. I thought you were playing uh, a, a TV theme show or some crap. I wish, I wish. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, what's up, guys? Uh, another episode of Two Peas on the Pod. This is uh, going to be a, a Halloween episode. We're trying to uh, get an episode up for you. And I'm Jason, here as always with my lovely co-host, Dale. What's going on, man? Oh, not too much, man. Just uh, in the Halloween mood. Thank you for that introduction, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like Vanna uh, White. Yeah, yeah, I picture Vanna White, too. Oh. Uh, but, uh, no, I apologize for the audio quality on this thing. We uh, kind of had to do something a little bit different in order to get an episode up. But uh, it's going to be there nonetheless. It may not sound that great, but it's going to be there. But uh yeah man, you been watching anything lately? Um man, I've just been uh really watching a lot of stuff for Halloween. I watched uh uh Shadow of the Vampire earlier today. Oh yeah, it's a good choice. It's uh it's it's probably you know, usually I usually want to watch these movies I go on IMDb or, you know, go online and try to uh I'll get a little background on on the movies, especially when I'm interested in them. And that one's just because uh, the movie's kind of unique with the way they go about the making of you know the original Nosferatu. And, oh uh, yeah, I didn't realize it was an actual legend that Max Schreck was. Uh, you know, people some people thought he was actually a vampire because the legend was that's the only movie he did. But, uh, yeah, and so that that led to the the genesis of the uh, the movie itself. But uh, that's 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 not true at all. He was actually a pretty well renowned uh, actor who died fairly young in the thirties. Oh, really? Um, but uh, yeah, he you know he worked with Murnau uh, in, in at least one other movie, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, he wasn't a vampire. He was just really good at playing a vampire. And I got to say that, even though the original Nosferatu, even coming from somebody who loves silent movies, it's kind of jerky almost. It's kind of, it, it's interesting. It's hard for me to get through at, at times, just with the way it's filmed. But uh, uh, Shrek's. Uh, personification of the vampire, though, is, I mean, that was like one of the first big ones, if not the first. 
and he's so otherworldly in his portrayal. It's it's really exaggerated, but it's it kind of fits that character. He's he's unnerving. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's just you know, it was a shame finding out about Murnau that he he died in 1931. Uh huh. Uh, in a car accident. Um, because he had done movies in Germany and then he moved to America, made four here. And then he, you know, he he was killed in an accident. He's buried in Germany, though. I'm not sure why he left Germany, though, because he left before he died before Hitler even came into power. Which Hitler was the reason Fritz uh, Fritz Lang came over here. So, but anyway, yeah, it was it was kind of sad to you know see that he had uh, a great director, but he you know died, you know, before he could get into the real golden age of Hollywood. Um, but yeah, it's a great movie. Um, you know, I, what else have I watched, man? I watched, uh, <clears throat> well, before you get off of that, I just wanted to say that I, I really need to check out that, uh, the Werner Herzog. Man, that's, and that's another one i watched. I watched that yeah, I need, a few days ago. Yeah, I know you told me you'd watch that one. I, I definitely need to check that one out sometime soon. Man, it is, I, I love it. That one, I really do. It's one of my favorites. Uh, I think it's, uh, to me, it's better than the 20s one. But uh, yes. I may just be because I, I think Herzog is one of the best directors out there. Oh, really? Um, and, uh, yeah, I love Herzog. It, yeah, another movie of his, the first one I ever saw was Aguirre, The Wrath of God, for anybody yeah. who hasn't seen it. Yeah. That is intense. That is one, that's a movie that haunts you. For days yeah. after you watch it, but uh, yeah, his Nosferatu man, it's just great. It's uh, you know the production's not real flashy or anything. It's really subdued, which to me makes it more realistic. You know, right. like the uh, the setting that he chose for it, and even just the way he films it. This he doesn't do anything that sensationalizes any of the settings, even when he's in the, the Carpathian Mountains, which most directors would, would you know, really, uh, I don't know, make those, I think they would do too much with scenes from something like that, but he just, none of his scenes look beautiful. You know, they just are. And, yeah. Uh, no, he, and and uh, Nosferatu's uh, castle is, you know, it's it's run down and, and pretty much destroyed. But inside, it's not as huge like it's as it is from, say, Dracula or anything like that. It's just right. it it's an old it's a real old castle. So uh, it lends to that believability in it. But uh, yeah, um, oh god, what's his face? Klaus Kinski is fantastic oh. as. Uh, as uh, the vampire, he, uh, I was reading about that. He, he, you know, he was notorious for temper tantrums and all that. He's somebody I would hate to have had to work with. Right. But, uh, he, uh, he apparently was well behaved though when he had the makeup on because he had to sit there for four hours, but he, he had a good relationship with the uh, makeup artist. I never acted on. Uh, I think Nosferatu. He was actually pretty well behaved on that set. Wow. Um, 
And then there's Bruno Gons, who plays Jonathan Harker. And uh-huh. uh, he, uh, for anybody who's seen Downfall, a German movie about the last oh, yeah. days of Hitler, he yeah. plays Hitler. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, he, he's awesome. He's a great actor, too. But uh, That was a, uh, like an HBO movie, wasn't it? Uh, no, Downfall, no. What the Downfall was an actual German movie. Okay. Um, something an else, HBO man. movie, I think I think what you're thinking of is uh, a movie with, it's called The Bunker, I believe, with Anthony Hopkins and Hitler. I think HBO okay. did that. Okay, yeah, maybe what I'm thinking of then. But, uh, yeah, it, it's that's a great movie. Um but uh yeah, um I guess we can kind of segue into what I was we were talking about earlier. I finally get, got caught up on season uh four of The Walking Dead. Good, I'm glad, man. That season four, man, that's fucking awesome, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, man. You know, I was really thinking about because, you know, I watch each season as it comes on Netflix. Yeah. Um so I don't have to wait a week for each episode or, you know, months between, you know, the mid-season thing. But, yeah. Uh, so I just watch it kind of, you know, linear, you know, right in a row. Um, right. And, you know, season one starts off great to me, and I don't like the end of season one at all. The end of season one is too, to me, is too contrived. It's too Hollywood, you know, when they meet yeah. the... Uh, you know, for spoilers for anybody who hasn't even seen the show at all, uh, they end up at the Atlanta CDC and find out, you know, what at least have an idea of what caused what causes people to come back from the dead. Yeah. Um, that's yeah, why I was kind of confused here in season four with that Eugene guy knowing what caused the outbreak. I guess it's because he knows what actually started it. That guy uh, reminds exactly. me of. Uh, he reminds me of the guy from uh, from Eastbound and Down. Have you ever yeah, seen he looks stuff? like that with the mullet and stuff. Yeah, I've never seen the show, but I know I know exactly what you're uh, talking about. That uh, that dude. Like, is, hey, uh, listen uh, to the redneck with the mullet. He knows what's up. He knows how to save the world. It's man. It's <laughs> not just that. It's the way he is. You know, he's he uh he knows he's really smart and he acts pompous about it. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. looks he looks ridiculous. He in a way he reminds me of uh, a character Ignatius Riley from Confederacy of Dunces. Oh another you know, overweight southerner who was highly intelligent, uh, and full of himself, just completely full of himself, totally antisocial. Uh, a really funny book. It, it really is a great book. It takes place in New Orleans, but uh, that's what it reminds me of. But yeah, Eugene is not. Uh, he's rubbed me the wrong way every time I've seen him. Yeah. Uh, but one cool thing, though, uh, do, have you recognized the guy who plays Abraham? Oh yeah, yeah, I know who that is. Yeah, I was. That was awesome to see him. Uh, I'm a, I'm a big fan of that guy. Like, he did a show called Southland that I really liked. Um, he was the yeah, main guy. Yeah, who else was in that? Uh, Southland. That, that also had uh, Neil, what, did Neil McDonough? Or? 
the guy from uh, he was in Ravenous. Um, but it had uh, guy. Oh man, I'm blanking on some names right now. But uh, oh shit, I could pull it up. Well, no, I just uh, the only other place I'd seen that guy in is uh, Band of Brothers. So you're talking about the younger oh. guy. Yeah, the guy who plays Abraham. Oh, Abraham, okay. Yeah, he played uh, Bull and uh, Band of Brothers. He impressed me in that, but pretty much all of them did. Um, it was kind of nice to see him show up. Um, oh, yeah, man. Uh, Michael Kudlitz, I believe his name is. I think that is his name. I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name, but... Uh... Yeah, anybody out there that hasn't seen Southland, if you like uh, like cop dramas, definitely check that out. Really great show, and it's uh, it ended in 2013 when TNT refused to uh, renew it. But uh, great, great show. And uh, um, C. Thomas Howell was in there. <laughs> One of the only good things I've seen C. Thomas Howell do in you know 15 years. Hmm. It wasn't like a uh, like an asylum ripoff movie. Oh, oh, that's a shame. You remember when uh, War of the Worlds came out, and there was there was a, another War of the Worlds with C. Thomas Howell out on on DVD at the same time. There were two that came out that same year. <laughs> um, yeah, man, it's because War of the Worlds is public domain. Right, right. Um, but you had the Spielberg one. You had one um, that was, uh, I can't remember the name of the guy who did it, but one of them is actually very true to the book. But it, it's not very good at all. Uh, I mean, the special effects are, I didn't expect them to be great, but they're, they're not very good at all. And uh, the movie is actually kind of boring. Um, <laughs> and then the other one is the Astolom one. Let's see, Thomas Howell. Which uh, is I I bought it to tr- try it out because I was in that move because World oh, wow. is like one of my favorite things. Wow, I can't and, believe uh, you bought it. Oh, I got like ten minutes into it and I shut it off and I <laughs> I traded into Amazon for like a dime. I didn't want that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, and then they made a sequel to that, like War of the Worlds Goliath. Or some shit. Uh, uh, yeah, it looks. I don't even want to go into that. That asylum crap is is uh, a bit too much for me. Oh yeah, but, man. yeah. I saw that. Um, I saw that thing you posted on the uh, website about the uh, the Martian War, nineteen fourteen. Oh yeah, yeah. What'd you think of that? Well, I, I like that. I I. Uh, I Looked at a magazine article. A magazine may still be out on the stands right now. It's pretty in depth about about that about that whole story. Oh, uh, and they just take pictures and you know scenes from you know actual footage of the war, World War One, and put these tripods in there. And it's uh, it's uh, it's pretty neat. And they take liberties with it, you know. With the with the story, they had different machines in there besides just the tripods. But then again, the original book had had 
more machines than that that you know many people don't really know about that haven't read the book. It had a like a uh, one machine that had like multiple legs, almost like a centipede kind of thing. It was for digging, and uh, right right before the Martians succumbed to the uh, the cold, they had developed a flying machine. Um. So yeah, I mean that, that's interesting. I, I looked it up, and I think the only way you can even see the, uh, I guess the, the documentary they did, it's um, through uh, like Kindle or something. Maybe not Kindle, but you have to you have to go online and actually purchase it. Uh, buy it, buy it through Amazon or something. Yeah, I think that's that that's what it was because I, I didn't. I was gonna get a DVD. Um, to check it out, but yeah, that's the only way you can get it. But uh, yeah, back to Walking Dead season four. I won't uh, I won't go into season five at all. I've, I'm I'm pretty much caught up, but I won't I won't get into that since you haven't seen any of it yet. But uh, it's uh, yeah, man, I was really impressed with season four. It uh, I really think that show has gotten better every season. I agree. I, I've been telling everybody about this show, man, because, like, I was the biggest, I mean, not hater, but I, I really turned, you know, I turned the show off halfway through season two, and, you know, I pretty much dismissed it. And uh-huh. uh, we did a we did a, a a show on it on this other project I do called The, the Sausage Factory, and I, that's when I got caught up with the show through season uh, three, I think, maybe... Uh, Maybe halfway through season four at that point, and I really got into it. Um, and I'm that's probably my favorite show on television right now. It's it's been surprising me, man. Um, because yeah, each season is better than the last. You know, two was you know, a lot of people complain about two because of you know, Herschel's far, but I think two ended pretty strongly. Two, Um, the second part of two is really good, like. When I tell people to watch this show, I say pick up halfway through season two because, like, the first half of season two, they're just at that fucking farm, and it's boring as hell. Yeah, you don't see much in the way of zombies. The only one I really uh, remember is the one they found at the well, and that's only because it was disgusting as hell. The bloaters. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, I like three, and then um, definitely four, man. You know, I'm halfway through four. That episode, season eight, uh, not season eight, I'm sorry, but episode eight on season four, when, you know, uh-huh. uh, more sport attacks here. Um, the, <laughs> uh, when the governor shows back up at oh, the yeah. prison. Dude, that was, that was so intense. So much yeah. happened, like within just a small amount of time. I had to, I had to just stop, and I didn't watch the show again for like two days. I just had to, you know, yeah. uh, you know, let that soak in, I guess. Because, uh, yeah, seeing Herschel go was uh, that sucked. Oh man, yeah, uh, and not just the fact that he went, but the way he went. Yeah. Uh, at the hands of that butthole. Well, they got him back pretty good. 
Yeah, yeah, they, uh, I'm glad they finally got, got rid of, uh, the, uh, the, the governor instead of dragging it on even more. Yeah, I know. Cause, uh, I was worried after he, you know, he survived season three. Yeah, season three, I was worried what they were going to do with that because they could have done it smart. They, they kind of got rid of him. They got rid of him in the first half of season four, which is fine. But yeah. dragging it out because I didn't, I was worried that they might, you know, um, kind of have regrets for getting rid of Shane when they did, just because of the interaction between Rick and Shane. You know? Yeah. And without that, without that, you know, conflict, you know, where do you go? And the governor filled in for Shane, but now, now it looks like uh, they'll be fine with uh, the terminus crap going on. Yeah. But, um, yeah. But, um, you know, the, the whole Shane hmm? thing. I mean, I, you know, as much as I hated to see Shane go, the. Uh, the whole dynamic between him and Rick, like, was really getting old and, and tired. So I'm glad they did take that in a different direction. Yeah, they had to at that point. I mean, Shane, I think, lasted a hell of a lot longer in uh, the show than he did in the comics. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I think that's what I've heard. I haven't read um, the past a couple, like, the first, uh, the first run of the comics. I, I haven't read past that, so. You know, these these hipster assholes always like to drop spoiler tags from the comic books all over the place, you know, like what's going to happen. But the show hasn't necessarily stuck, you know, too closely to the comics. Yeah, good. I'm glad they're they're, uh, they're not doing that. It's kind of like how um, you know, the, the Dexter TV show, besides most of the first season, it didn't really stick to the books. Uh, yeah. I never got around to uh, reading any extra. Uh, the books, I, uh, the books are pretty good. Darkly dreaming Dexter or something like that. Yeah. yeah, I never got around to it. Uh, they're pretty good read. Um, uh, Dexter's a hell of a lot darker in the books than he is on the show. Oh, I bet. Uh, but uh, yeah. Um, you know, the, with The Walking Dead, I've just, uh, you know, it's interesting after they had to flee the uh, the prison, you actually get to know, you know, some of the characters a little more. Like Tyrese, you know, Tyrese just showed up at the prison and they really had been able to develop him. Yeah. Uh, a whole lot. And I really liked him. Yeah, I, I really like the arc Tyrese has taken, especially here in season five. It, it uh, You'll get to see what happens there, and and I like what they've done with uh, Rick also. Oh man, Rick is uh, you know I understand why he would get into that funk after yeah. what happened to uh, Laura, uh, or Lori, or Lori was the name, and then especially Carl, you know, with what he had to do. Um, but uh, I'm glad to see he's out of it. Yeah, me uh, too, man. Uh, I, I was you know, like, like I hated Rick like for four fucking seasons until he finally got out of that you know site that whatever his his crazy thing he was going through in uh, season four and yeah you know, I like him now like I think he's my favorite character on the show same here easily uh, and 
I tell you, the uh, the part that Maverick, my favorite character, was uh, when those uh, when those uh, uh, I guess I don't know if they were bikers or whatever. Those those assholes that uh, Daryl had uh, yeah. had joined up with. Yeah. Fine, Rick, and you know they're they're going to uh, you know beat down to death, rape and kill Michonne, and, and then rape and kill Carl before they kill yeah. Rick. And man, it's <laughs> you know at first he tries to you know he headbutts that dude I guess with the back of his head. Yeah. And but he's still weak. He's still weak as hell after that whole when the prison yeah. uh, when the governor beat his ass. Yeah. But. Uh, you know, I was wondering, what the hell is he going to do? And then he just bites his fucking throat out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. That was all. I forgot about that. Man, that was... He does that, and he gets to that dude who was uh, molesting Carl and just guts him like a fish, staring in his eyes while he's doing yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what Rick turned into shame. <laughs> to me. Exactly. I think that was the turning point. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely. He, uh, I think he just he's realized that, that the uh, you know the the uh, the zombie apocalypse thing here has changed him, and he was going to. Or, you know, he, I think he was fighting that for so long, and that was that was a big problem. But now, you know, it's it's part of him. You know, instead of you know refusing to acknowledge that it's there and pushing it away, and he just needs to learn how to. Uh, live with them, you know? Yeah. As, you know, even after he did all that, I think he's, he had, he's wondering if he's still a good person. And he is, he's just, you know, his son was in danger, man. I mean, who wouldn't do that? Oh, man. <laughs> it would take a lot less than that for me to go as buck wild crazy as he went, you know? Yeah. yeah you could damn near, like, steal my lunch and I would about go that crazy, you know? Like, you try to rape, you know, rape and kill my my children, man. You you about to see a crazy motherfucker on your hands. Yeah. So I can yeah, I can totally understand, that, totally relate. Oh. Uh, yeah. Um, but, uh, I, I guess wasn't we expecting that to happen, but uh, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. I was gonna say we can we can move on a little bit of news if you want to. Yeah, sure, sure. Go ahead. Um. Uh, yeah, well, I guess you heard about, I mean, how could you not hear about all the the Marvel news this week? Everybody's, you know, jizzing their britches oh, over, man. over Marvel's fucking, you know, releases through, the you know, the, the next decade. Man, I, I was, I'd seen some, uh, a list, I, well, hell, that list was part for DC and I'm Marvel. That was yeah. What DC was fine doing. Uh, I know. Most uh, fanboys are looking more forward to Marvel than DC. Uh, it's with how Marvel's handling the properties as opposed to DC. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, which I guess DC would be Warner Brothers and not necessarily uh, DC. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, and then Disney. Disney with their uh, hands in Marvel's pockets. Yeah, and see with Disney there, uh, they could. I think they could stick with that timetable pretty well. Oh yeah, but, there shouldn't be any problem. Um, 
but you know, then again, if something does come up, if people just get tired of of uh, the superhero stuff, which I'm sure is already happening, I would hope. Um, I I wonder how much of that is actually going to come out. Because you know, they always make announcements like that. Have been, you know, you're lucky if about you know half to you know two thirds of that actually happens. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, even though they put that out to put out, you know, it, it's to get everybody riled up and talking about it, sure, but you know, it's still going to depend on how much money the movies are making. I'm pretty confident that that all of that for Marvel will will probably happen. I mean, maybe you know the release dates won't be firm, but you know they're they're, they're pretty serious about it. Yeah, yeah, you can tell they. Uh, I don't know. They're going in a, a pretty good direction, I think. You know, it seems like Marvel stuff is, uh, uh, I mean, obviously it's doing really well, but I think, I think people are actually like, like the fans, the fans of the comics for the most part, are actually yeah. liking, you know, what's going on. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, uh, it was interesting to see that. I just wanted to bring it up just cause I know everybody's talking about it and, I don't really care. I'm not that big of a fan of the superhero movies. You know, they they really bore me. Even though, if I was 13 years old, I would be. You know, I'd have a huge boner right now for this shit. But I just I don't care about it as much anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, like like I care more about the 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 X Men franchise than you know whatever the hell they're doing with Avengers. Um, but well, speaking of Avengers, you know they the uh, Age of Ultron trailer was leaked. Did you get a chance to watch that? I haven't watched it. I've uh, I've been keeping up with some of the reactions to it, though. Yeah, yeah. But they've so they've got that movie coming out. I don't know. I, I guess it's next summer. And then uh, they've got uh, they've already got another uh, Avengers movie coming out in uh, what two or three years. Yeah, and you know they've they put a few more up there. I really don't 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 care to even you know mention it, but you know DC released theirs what probably a month ago, uh, maybe longer, maybe a month and a half. Yeah, I think two months ago. Yeah, I, I know we talked about it on the show, I think, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess they're just trying to uh, DC's just trying to copy Marvel you know, what they're doing with their, you know, with their universe. Yeah, they want to, um, you know, they, they want to get their, their hands on that, uh, get to that cash as well. I just don't know how well they're going to handle it. You know, that, I know the Dark Knight trilogy did extremely well, but uh, the the Superman movie did okay, I think. Yeah, and I really do think this Batman and Superman movie that's coming up is going to do extremely well because you have two two of the most iconic comic book characters ever. You know, Batman and Superman are more iconic, I think, than anything Marvel has. But that's also because DC is a bit older than Marvel. Yeah. Um, but uh, well, that's I think what that's going to do more well. That's what they're banking on is th- that doing really well because is what, like a Wonder Woman standalone movie, another Superman movie, uh, uh, Aquaman movie. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, China's not going to the war. I wonder how well those uh, standalones will do. Uh, I guess we'll find out. I guess so. And then they're, you know, they're doing a few standalone movies, and then all of that's going to lead up to the Justice League movie, I guess. Yeah, I think that's what I recall them uh, trying to uh, trying to work their way up toward. I just, I know, you know, several people have been uh, talking about the fact that this Batman and Superman movie is going to have, you know, too many people. It has too many characters. I know Wonder Woman's yeah. in it. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, they they make it. It's almost like they're trying to make this a Justice League movie. You know, yeah. shoehorning as many characters as they can. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I don't know. We'll see how well it does. Um, uh, it, yeah, but I mean, you're right. The um, the interest and stuff like that. This is coming out just. I mean, at least for me personally, it's coming out just uh, about a decade too late. Or maybe yeah. a little bit longer for for me to yeah. really get into it. Well, yeah, I don't if know, I was man. younger, like a, yeah, I think I'm pretty much agreeing with you. I, I'm just not there anymore. No, you know when we uh, as teenagers, the, the crap we had was uh, <laughs> you know, it was terrible for the most part. You know the the comic book movies that they were just yeah. coming out with. Yeah, so it Judge Dredd. Uh, oh, barbed yeah. wire. Uh, it wasn't until I guess uh, the first blade that uh, yeah. the first blade I think is pretty good. It's not great, but it, I, I I think the second one's better. But uh, it wasn't until like that it, it really started to get get into the superhero thing. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't really hold up that that great the CGI in particular. But uh, yeah, I think it's still a pretty decent movie. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I like Blade 1 and 2, fine, it's the third one, I I don't want anything to do with again. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I guess another piece of news I can contribute here is, uh, just today, uh, they uh, came out with the Entertainment Weekly covers for Terminator Genesis. Oh, yeah. And, uh, did you see the covers? Yeah, I did. I man, I don't know what to even think about the casting. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I just got to wait. The, the guy who's playing John Connor, he's been fine at what I've seen him in. You know, the Great Gatsby, the US remake, and then of course his last uh, Planet of the Apes. Is that um, Nick, Nick Stahl you're talking about? No, 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 no. For for Genesis. <laughs> Yeah, Nick Soul. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and the only, uh, you know, that's weird you mentioned him. I just watched uh, Sin City again for the first time oh, yeah. in like a decade. And he's so fucking disgusting looking at that. Yeah. Uh, as a yellow bastard. But, I've got uh, the second. I got the second one pre-ordered. I'm ready to watch it. Hmm. I hope it's good. I hope it is. Um. But, uh, yeah, the covers, man, the guy who plays Kyle Reese looks, uh, 
I don't know why it's Jai Courtney. I guess that's how you say his name. Oh, really? And uh, he looks like a meathead. Yeah. He doesn't look like, you know, Kyle Reese from, you know, 1984. You know, Michael Bain or Bean, however you say his name. He, uh, yeah. He was, he was like a wiry dude who had been through a hell of a lot. You know, somebody who had been through a war. And this dude is a well-fed jock you'd see in a gym somewhere. Yeah. Uh, and this, a girl I, I, I've never seen Game of Thrones. She's from Game of Thrones. She's playing the uh, young Sarah Connor. Um, which uh, well, leads Clark. me to... Say what? I believe her name is Amila Clark. I guess that's it. I just, yeah, I'm looking at some photos of her. Okay. She definitely could could uh, pull it off. I think she looks like Sarah Connor. Uh, yeah, the only person I, you know, looks wise, I have an issue with is a guy playing Kyle. Yeah. Um, and then you have Matt Smith. I'm not sure who he's playing. Um, uh, there, there are people talking about him being a, a Terminator. He probably will be. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's a different Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah, it's the last okay. Doctor. Um, there are people saying he he might be uh, uh, another T one thousand. Yeah, uh, but man, uh, and he could do that. I like Matt Smith fine. He's already. Proven he can do, uh, he, he can hold his own. Um, but uh, yeah, the synopsis I read, and I don't know how true this is. It's um, <laughs> apparently they go back even further in time to where I'm recording. And you have a young Sarah Connor, so that's that's borne out just by the picture on uh, the cover there. They go back in time to a younger Sarah Connor, and I—I'm I, not sure who does. I, I don't know who goes back in time, but apparently, what happened in this timeline is she was orphaned at the age of nine by a Terminator, and then she ends up getting raised. She's raised by another T-800. What the fuck? To, to be. You know, the hardcore. She turns into the Sarah Connor you see in Terminator 2. Just hardcore. And so she has a guardian Terminator that's 70 years old, which would explain why, you know, why it looks so old with Schwarzenegger playing it. And she calls it Pops. Oh, Jesus. So this is just a totally different timeline. And so it, it's going to totally discredit the first movie, but I guess if you go back after the first movie happened, that wouldn't really be a problem. Uh, it's 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 screwed the entire timeline. Um, so this, this one is, is going to... Hmm? They just totally wrote a character for old-ass Schwarzenegger to play. Well, yeah, because, I mean, now you have, uh, I guess it is Kyle Reese that's sent back again, who's in love with a, a nine-year-old girl, I guess, <laughs> in this timeline. 
So they, they'll just put uh, Stephen Collins in there. That's going to be the uh, wild card. They'll just put him in now. Oh, man. You know, as, as, as shitty as that sounds, you know, you're, you're reading it to me, it still sounds better than, than Salvation. That's what I was, uh, that's why I didn't want to tell you earlier. I wanted to, you know, bring it up on the recording. Yeah. Here. I just, uh, that that's the impression I got. I just, uh, I don't know how, I, I don't know. I how long are they going to drag out the Schwarzenegger thing? You know, it was already shown in the very first Terminator that they didn't all look like him. Because um, you remember that scene in the first one where they have Kyle Reese right. talking to Sarah going back, and they have that dark-haired big dude as a Terminator in the Buckers. Um, right. So, I mean, I get why they want the name. Uh, because he, he's very much... I mean, when you think of the Terminator, you think of Schwarzenegger. I get that, but... I yeah, mean, but Schwarzenegger has He hasn't been setting the, you know, the box office on fire in the past few years. The past, you know, couple of years since he came back after being the governor. No, and I know he's banking on this, too, and I... I mean, it's been flop after flop for him that, uh... Sabotage movie, which I thought was actually a pretty good movie. It it flopped big time. Yeah. Well, I mean that that just that happens. You know, he went did politics for several years, and he, you know, he got older. If if he had done that when he was much younger, I think he could have recovered. I don't think he's gonna yeah. recover now at his age. No, dude looks great. I've seen pictures of him. You know past few months. I mean, he looks great. For, oh, being, you know, for being a couple years older than my dad or being, you know, around the same age as my dad, he looks great. Yeah, I just, you know, you know how people are forgiving about that, the audience. Yeah. Uh, he, he, yeah, he looks good for his age, but he, you know, he's he's obviously aged, you know, since playing that's Terminator. But then again, his muscle fatigue was different in the first one than it was in the second one, you know? Yeah. Um, but it was much bigger in the first one, I believe. Yeah, he was. He was huge in Terminator. Um, but, uh, yeah, apparently this Genesis thing is uh, a planned trilogy. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how that turns out. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think, you know, from what I've been reading, apparently the rights will revert back to James Cameron in night in 2019. Just from what I've read. Oh, it's uh, going to revert back anyway. Yeah. So they're going to try to hammer out three movies in That's four exactly years. That's exactly what they're doing. That's yeah. exactly what they're doing. Okay. Um, which uh, James, James Cameron's not doing shit with this man. He's got three more Avatar movies, and he's probably going to die. That's the thing, man. People keep talking about you know they're just waiting. They're like, well, we'll just wait through these, and when Cameron gets it back, we'll get Terminator back. 
It's like, you think he's going to stop what he's doing with Avatar to go back and revisit something that he, he doesn't, did, you know, 20, 23 years ago now, the last time he did one? Yeah. Yeah, by the time, you know, he can get around to it, if he's directing, if he were to direct another Terminator, I don't think he would even get around to it for another decade at least. Yeah. And that's just, I mean, that's a conservative estimate on that. Because like you said, Avatar is going to take up all his time. Oh, yeah. But, but he he may just go the producing route and have somebody else direct it, if he, if he still has any interest in it. Oh, yeah. Well, he's getting money off of it anyway, no matter who makes it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's a writing credit, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, but, uh, but, I mean, fuck it, man. If James Cameron had any, had any desire to do this, he would have done it long ago, you know? Oh, exactly. I, I think he was, once he did Terminator 2, he was done telling his story. Yeah. Like, and, you know, Terminator 2, even though you know, it had its little flaws, uh, I think it's awesome. I think it ends that story on a really good arc. You know, it's... One and two work well together. It's when three comes along that it starts really messing it up. That's why I think they really don't give a shit now. Yeah, I mean, I there's that that world is so huge. They could do so much with that, but they're so tied down to putting Arnold in there and fucking yeah. putting you know Kyle Reese and John Connor in there, which I love those characters. You know, don't get me wrong, but it's time to move on, you know, we can move on to another storyline in that, you know, uh, canon somewhere. Well, definitely, man. I mean, John Connor can't be the only person that they they would need to go after, you know? And he's yeah. got to have, like, lieutenants. It's, you know, then they're going to start sending Terminators after Kyle Reese. Yeah, exactly. Get, you know, so... Um, because of course he's just as responsible as Sarah is for John Connor. So exactly. I, I don't know. I, I, yeah, you're right. It's it's got to be. Uh, uh, there's got to be more to it, and it just it, it's it's hurting those characters and the original story by them doing this. Yeah, I agree. But, uh, you know, it, it to me it's kind of like how they. Uh, Insisted on sticking with Ripley in the Alien movies. Oh God damn it! I know. Uh, uh, you know, Alien and Aliens. Ripley had her place in those both excellent movies. Alien Three. You know, they're still keeping her shoehorned in there. And Alien Three could have been fine without her. You know, and it could have been better. Well, it, it Resurrection to me is the one that really has an issue with them trying to shoehorn, you know, Sigourney Weaver in there. Oh, oh yeah. Let's, let's not get started on that, man. I could talk about that for another hour. Uh, it just seems like the same kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and we've got Alien and Sigourney Weaver. And I think that in 20 years, they'll still be making these movies. Or this property will be around. This, Aliens, you know... Predator, it'll still be around in some form, 
you know, but you know, after all these actors are dead, they'll still be doing something with it. Oh, dude, they'll have like uh, like Alien. Whenever they get back into the Alien series, which is going to happen at some point, oh, they'll have like Alien Ten, and Sigourney Weaver will still be alive, and it will be just like freaking Titanic. She'll be like ninety years old, talking about how she was fighting against the aliens, even though she was supposed to have died <laughs> in her thirties. It'll be one of her her clone. Her clone will be ninety yeah. years old. Yeah, and, and see that'll be the uh, the twist ending because people don't remember anything past like ten, fifteen years anymore. <laughs> but oh shit, you know she she's a clone when you know everybody else knows. Yeah, you know, Ripley's been dead, but uh, I don't know. They'll send a Terminator back to save her. I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, there's a new game out. The new Alien game out came out uh, maybe a few weeks ago. Yeah, um, I haven't it's had a chance to play it. It's supposed to be really good. Like you know, a lot of people hated the uh, you know a Colonial Marines that came out you know years ago. But uh, this one's supposed to be really good. It, from what I understand, the storyline is uh, I forget the daughter's name, but it's uh, Ripley's daughter who is working oh, okay. for uh, Wayland Utani now. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's—I think it's—it's it's from the perspective of uh, Ripley's daughter. Okay. So, I can see them doing that since it just glossed over that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Films. So kind of, kind of a cool idea, and uh, you know, I hear it's—it's it's really good, a lot of fun to play, but so much shit on my plate right now, games-wise, I haven't had time to get to it. Oh, have you uh, played any more of uh, Borderlands? Oh man, I've I've yeah, I've played it a good bit. I haven't able to been able to get too far. I'm uh, like level eighteen or something now. Oh, okay, yeah. But uh, yeah, it was it was fun well, when we played it that other night. Oh yeah, man, that's a great game. Yeah, I'm, I'm still playing uh, Borderlands 2. Um, <laughs> I'm like a level 52 at this point. Oh, you are. You went past 50, huh? Yeah, with the uh, download content, uh, I was reading up on that because I hit 50, and it it was so slow for me to get XP. Yeah. As soon as I hit 50, it like changes entirely. It's really taking forever. And uh, so I read on that to see if I would even go past 50. And, uh, yeah, with the download content, it went up to, they bumped it up to, like, 60. Oh, really? And and then I guess they did something else where it's now 72. Oh, man. Jesus. I mean, as long as it's taken for me, I'm on, as long as it's taken for me to get to 52, which has been, like, several weeks. Yeah. I couldn't even imagine how much gameplay I'd have to put in to get to 72. Sounds ridiculous. But, uh, it's, I mean, it's still fun, you know. I'm in that true vault hunter mode. It's just oh, yeah. some of the some of the uh, the enemies are, you know, pretty pretty out there in regards to how hard they are. But it probably uh, takes a, it takes a long time to, to fight too. Well, the warrior itself, I. Uh, 
I had to stop because it kept killing me. You yeah, because it, it's 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 a level fifty two as well. I could kill Jack easily, but then the warrior comes up and he just keeps annihilating me. <laughs> and I don't even know. I've just I just had to stop because I was you know losing so much money. Died. Yeah. Um. So I'm just gonna wait. I guess for the next year, I'll try to level up to fifty four, and then I'll go back after <laughs> him. Uh, <laughs> well, it's uh. That uh, that alien game, I guess, if it's being received pretty well, I guess it's the uh, the first good alien game. Oh man, it's yeah, it's being received pretty well. Uh, I mean, especially compared to the previous. Which I like Colonial Marines. I think I'm the only person on Earth that liked the game, but it uh, you know definitely had some problems. I didn't play a lot of the the multiplayer, which I think is where a lot of the problems were. You know, I just oh, played okay. the campaign, so you know, I enjoyed it for what it was. You know, I didn't, I didn't think it was you know spectacular or anything, but I thought it was entertaining. But I'm looking forward to the new one. I think the last time I played a game had aliens in it because I didn't play any of PC games or the AV. What's it? Alien versus Predator stuff that came out years back. Um. I just remember uh, renting the, uh, I think it was Super Nintendo Alien vs. Predator game. I think it was the first one that came out. That was fun. It was a side-scroller. Oh, yeah. Shit, I played Alien 3 on the uh, the Sega. The, the Game Gear and the Genesis, I believe. Yeah, you used to have the uh, Sega CD. I remember that thing. Yeah, yeah, we played the Jurassic Park game on there. Yeah, I, I was. I, I don't. I don't think that system did well, did it? No, and you know, understandably, the, it wasn't very good. It was also bulky as hell. I remember the uh, the commercials for it. Even like you know, commercials for their um, competitors. I guess Nintendo and all that. Hard oh, yeah. on the fact that the, the CD, you had to get the original system and yeah. pop it in onto the CD and made it this huge, bulky system. Yeah. Um, I mean, I already had that's probably what hurt on. It wasn't yeah. a huge investment for me. But the the original one, when it first came out, it I believe it's the Genesis sat on top of it. Yeah. Then the... The the newer versions, it, it it was on the side of it. Hmm. It just kind of sat. It was like a huge Frankenstein, man, because they they added the 32x onto that, and it was fucking ridiculous. Wow. Well, I, I guess these other uh, companies have learned from that mistake, because I haven't seen anything like that again. Yeah, I, I would imagine it didn't do too well, considering. Sega's status now. Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, I think PlayStation uh, literally ate its shit for dinner. I do remember that Jurassic Park game, though, man. That, and I guess it was Echo the Dolphin. Oh, Jesus. I think that was a Genesis game, though. Just a Genesis? Okay. Yeah. Um, it was fucking awful. I don't know why I wanted it. I wanted it so bad. 
I, I had well, no man, I, I still read about it. You know, I still read about people saying how good of a game it was, and I didn't yeah. see it. No, I didn't either. Uh, um, <laughs> oh, well. Times have changed, man. Yeah. Yeah, they really have. But uh, Times have changed, but we haven't. We're still playing video games and playing with action figures. I, mean, I think a lot of people of our generation actually are. <laughs> I, know, I think that's that. I, I don't know. I guess that's where a lot of the uh, the, the fanboy thing they talk about. They yeah. always talk about the the people in their thirties still living in their mom's basement. Yeah, Cheetos and you know drinking Mountain Dew. Uh, I mean, I'm not I'm not necessarily doing all that, but you know, yeah, I'm, I'm still I still like. I mean, I've been watching a hell of a lot of Mystery Science Theater lately. I was oh, yeah. doing that twenty plus years ago. So, yeah. Um, oh yeah, man, still doing the same shit. Um, but uh, I guess we can go ahead and get on to some some Halloween talk here. Um, if you want to. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm actually. Uh, what we've been doing this, I've had a. Uh, my uh, disc playing of just Halloween specials that oh, I downloaded. There's none of these were on uh, DVD at the time I downloaded it. Um, so uh, right now it's uh, Witch's Night Out. You remember that one? I don't think so. It came on Disney Channel online when we were kids in the oh, 80s and early that's 90s. Oh, what you were telling me about. I think you were telling me about yeah. that. It's got that weird animation. It's from 1978. But uh, yeah. it was in heavy, you know, circulation as we grew up. Gilda Radner is the voice of the uh, the witch in this. Um, yeah, that one was always a good one for me as a kid. It was just odd. Um, that Disney's Halloween treat. Yeah. You know, that one just went off, so oh, that's man. not available on uh, on DVD. And uh, the weird thing, I was uh, looking it up. Uh, the Disney's Halloween Treat premiered in like nineteen eighty two or eighty four. It was probably eighty four. Uh-huh. And uh, the first year they did it, it was you know it just had clips from Disney movies and cartoons, but uh, they had. Uh, the narrator was the uh, the mirror from Snow White. Oh yeah. And uh, but the thing is, that first year they did that, he died. The guy who played the mirror, he ended up dying, like shortly after they made that. Right. So they, for some reason, they felt they couldn't keep him in there. Um. Even though they weren't going to fill new new crap, they never did. So after that first year, they showed him. They put in a ridiculous looking puppet pumpkin that talks. <laughs> um, and that's what was the narrator through the rest of the time. But I remember that mirror. Um, so, uh, but yeah, they've never released it on DVD. They released it on VHS back in the 80s, I guess, or early 90s, and that's it. So I guess you have to go online to see it. There's just not enough demand for it, you think? Yeah, Disney, you, I mean, Disney's whole business, you know, model changed to pumping out bullshit. 
in the 90s. So since then, they've never given a crap about their, their stuff they were doing. Because that was uh, just a Disney Channel thing in the 80s. Right, right. Well, you know, they've... they've uh, you know, they they released some of their older stuff for I guess for hardcore collectors, but I don't think they've uh, released much in the way of that the world of Disney stuff that they used to show when we were kids. But yeah, they're not gonna they they don't have any any desire I guess to release this officially. Um, it's not it's not worth it to them. No. And uh, this Witch's Night Out just came out on DVD through Mill Creek. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's good to see it. Um, well, they must have licensed that pretty pretty cheaply, there. Oh, I'm sure they did, man. You know, they got that and threw on like nine other Halloween cartoons that I'm not even familiar with, just to pad it out because this thing is only like 20 minutes. Um, but uh, yeah, one that um, I've actually really wish they would release uh, legitimately is um, the the Halloween that almost wasn't, which is also known as uh, the Night Dracula Save the World. Uh, <laughs> that's a late 70s movie. You may remember it. It had all the, uh, the uh, classic monsters in it. It was live action. And uh, Judd Hirsch was uh, Dracula. Oh man, you know I don't, I, I can't, I can't place it. But if I saw some of it, I bet you I could remember. It it was on Disney as well, and uh, I'm really like Judd Hirsch as Count Dracula. He's really good at it. Um, yeah. I, I mean, he's just kind of a funny, you know. He parodies it, and the damn thing ends with disco, like everything did at the time. <laughs> Why not, right? Yeah, I love it. I love the hell out of seeing this random disco shit. But uh, <laughs> I know it's not everybody's cup of tea. Yeah. But, well, what have you been doing for that? Well, uh, this past uh, Sunday, FX ran, uh, or I think it was FXX actually, ran all of the Treehouse of Horrors. So I recorded all of those, and I'm working my way through. I think I'm on like seven now. That's cool. I haven't watched Treehouse of Horrors in a long time. Yeah. You know, everybody's got their opinions of The Simpsons, you know, and it's, uh, I don't know, it seems like it may have gotten a little bit of a revamped, uh, you know, revamped image lately. With their, you know, these marathons they've been doing. Yeah. Seems like a lot of people are getting into it again, which is cool, you know. But, uh, yeah, I think the show definitely has fallen off, uh, at least in the past maybe five years to me. But, you know, I, I still enjoy it. I still watch it on a regular basis. But, you know, Treehouse of Horrors are awesome. I remember enjoying them as a kid. Um,. I'd like to see a few more, see how they hold up for me. You know, yeah. just because I like, I like going back and watching some of the Halloween stuff that was on when we were kids. Yeah, I mean, I, I had the first one on, the first one and the second one on the other day with my kids in the room, 
and they were just like glued to the screen. It was it was pretty freaky, man, because it was some uh, some Shining references, you know, and uh, oh wow, that was some other stuff. But uh, yeah, man, they were they were into it, and I was like, oh fuck, if they get some nightmares from this, it's gonna be my ass, you know. Yeah, but uh, thankfully, I don't I don't think they did. Well, did they start Treehouse of Horrors with the first season? Yep, first season. Oh, okay, cool. And I owned the DVDs up through maybe six or seven, and then I just uh, when they started when they changed the the shape of the box design is when I stopped trying to collect them. Oh, uh, you didn't like the the faces, or did you? Yeah, yeah, it was the faces. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, that just seemed kind of uh, kind of like a pain in the ass. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people complained about it, and you can actually, I don't know if you could still do it, but you could mail off to the uh, to Fox, and I think they, w- they would actually send you a regular box version that you could put the disc in, hmm. just so it would go on a shelf, you know? Because those, yeah. there was like odd plastic heads that don't quite sit on a shelf just right. Oh, I remember them, and, you know, it... That stuff can get damaged so easily. Oh man! And, you know it's it's one thing if they were to do something like that for like you know a collection, like a, let's say a ten season collection, or you know a collection of the entire show if it was done by now. But doing it for each season though, yeah, makes a lot of clutter. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I'm I'm not a big fan of like steel books. Yeah, because uh, they get damaged too easily. I've had to replace my band of brothers one just because you know it doesn't take much at all for them to get scratched up and dented and all that. Oh man, I know. I don't really have very many still books at all. I probably have maybe ten total. <clears throat> you know, between DVDs and Blu-rays, I don't make it a point to collect them. But there are a lot of people that collect those damn things. Believe it or not. Oh, I know every. Man, every time I go to Blu-ray.com and there's a sale on uh, steel books, there are people just flipping out over it. Yeah, I don't really see the appeal. I mean, I'm not really concerned with the packaging. Really, I'm concerned with the content. Yeah, I mean, make the packaging where it's easily I can easily just put it in my shelf, and you know I can get to my stuff easy, you know, without having to dig through a bunch of shit. And I'm really concerned with getting content as cheap as possible, you know, by any means necessary, because God knows collecting DVDs is fucking costly. Man, yeah, I uh, I got a, uh, speaking of, like, just the costliness of it, which is just odd, I, I got a $5 gift card through uh, Best Buy, I guess because oh, my yeah. birthday is coming up. Uh-huh. But, uh, I went to Best Buy here, and they had Halloween on Blu-ray. I don't have Halloween. I wanted to watch it again because I've, you know, been watching like the Fog and the thing, you know, oh, the yeah. Carpenter stuff. And uh, but the thing at uh, at Best Buy was on sale for eighteen dollars for a uh, a Blu-ray for a movie that's been released numerous times. Yeah. 
So I just I just didn't get that. They said the the regular price was twenty three bucks for it, and I wasn't going to pay more than ten bucks for it. <laughs> I just that just seemed kind of like a cash grab. It was the thirty fifth anniversary Blu Ray. Yeah. Um, I just I just didn't see why the hell it cost so much. It may just be me being a little bitch about it, but. I just, I was like, what the hell? You know, even with that gift card, it would have been like 12 bucks. I, was, uh, I totally agree with that. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I was just going to save it for something else. I thought I'd buy it for like $10, especially around Halloween. But, uh, yeah, the steel books, you know, they keep re-releasing, you know, those. Like Walmart had some out a couple months ago. Yeah, they had one for Jurassic Park, which had a neat little cover on it. Uh, they had an awesome one, actually, for uh, Rambo First Blood. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, it was uh, it, it was like the, the poster, I think it was. The poster artwork on uh-huh. that? Usually, the covers are just some generic shit, but that was actually a nice, nice little image on there. Um. But I didn't. I didn't have the need to to get it. Um, just again, just I just don't. I try to avoid steel books. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't make it a point to avoid them, but I definitely don't make it a point to collect them either. No, um, I, I think the only two I have. Is Band of Brothers. That's the only way you can get it. Yeah. Uh, in a steel book. And then uh, the Theater of Blood Arrow release that I picked up at that convention we went to. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I still haven't opened that. I, I, I kind of wish I hadn't gotten the steel book because I kind of want to sell this and use the money to get the, you know, the regular release. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah. Well, um, oh, you go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I, I was just trying to got us back into the Halloween thing. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of the other thing I watched was um, Garfield's Halloween Adventure. A good one. That was uh, one of their later ones. Oh, is it? Like early 90s, I think. Because the animation's different. Uh, well, the one we watch is, is pretty old. It's it's before Garfield and Friends. I know that. It's a, the Thanksgiving one. Is that where Grandma comes? 
And, uh, yeah, it has a grandma in it. I think, I think they go to, to John's parents. Oh, that is, um, that's the Christmas one, I think. Oh, is it Christmas? Okay. I'm yeah. sorry. That, that's yeah, the, the Christmas one. one's old. Yeah, okay. That's like early 80s, I think. Uh, the Thanksgiving one came out a bit later. Okay. Uh, I think I record. It premiered, I think, on. Uh, God, I want to. I want to say it was around the, uh, you know, Saturday morning. I think it premiered on, on one of the Saturday morning lineups. Really. Uh, oddly enough, instead of in the evening. Um. And I recorded it. I've still got it somewhere. But, uh, yeah, you can just, you can always tell with Garfield. That one was, like, in the middle of Garfield and Friends. Because the animation yeah. was, uh, quite a bit more, uh, it was more refined than yeah. it been earlier. <laughs> <laughs> They're able to, to get it a little bit more crisp, a little cleaner lines on there. Yeah, yeah, and even the uh, the style of John Garfield, you know, when he first showed up, he was a fat mess. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they, uh, uh, the Melissa McCarthy of cats, I guess. Yeah, sure, sure. And, uh, but they, uh, you know. Well, we'll yeah, go ahead. Without mentioning her, huh? Well, we can't do that. <laughs> Not after you put that damn picture up on the website earlier. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I was going to say, what what are some movies that you think are, are really good to watch around the Halloween season, or what are some that you like to watch every year around this time of the year? I'd say Return of the Living Dead. Yeah, that was on my list, too. Um, that's just a good, fun movie. You know, <laughs> Return of the Living Dead is on like every list I have, man. Like, watch any time of the year. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I'm the same way about it. It's it's good stuff. Um, it, it's one I think I enjoy more every time I watch it. Yeah, yeah. It's um, I tell you, I have the exact opposite reaction from Return of the Living Dead to Day of the Dead. Oh jeez! Uh, I I've tried twice in the past month to watch Day of the Dead, and really? I can't get through it. Uh, it starts off yeah. great. Uh, the uh, the opening when you know you see Doctor Tongue and all that when they go to that. Oh yeah, they're trying to find survivors. That that's cool, but I just I just. That none of the characters or anybody I, I can get to to give it a shit about. None of them. <laughs> Except maybe the doctor. You know, the guy who's working with Bub. Yeah, what about Bub? I care about Bub, I think. I, Bub's the only one I care about in the whole damn thing. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's, that's one of the biggest complaints about the movie from, from most people. Well, you know, for me, with the way I am, you know, with with the kind of zombies I like, uh, Day of the Dead was the turning point for Romero's zombies to where he he was changing them up. 
to where they actually retained memory after their death. Yeah. You know, with Bub, even though I don't, I don't care for that myself. I like zombies to just be dead. Because um, when you start giving them those memories again, they they lose, they lose a lot of that horror. You know, the whole thing about zombies to me is they're not who they were before. They look like it for a time, but they're not them. Um. So you know, he started with Day of the Dead. That doesn't ruin the movie for me at all for that one. That's what ruins Land of the Dead for me. Oh, Land of the Dead's uh, awful. At the end of it sucks. Uh, the whole thing about them saying, well, just, let's just let them go when I'm on their own way was one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. Uh, Have you seen all the Dead movies? No. I, I watched Land and I watched some of... Uh, I watched Diary. Yeah, I think we watched Diary together. We may have. We may yeah. have. It's been a while. You haven't seen Survivor yet? I'm always... I couldn't even get through it. I watched, like, 20 (laughs) minutes of it. Well, what what would be your placement? I know probably Night and Dawn are up at the top, and what would you say are the worst ones in the series? That I've seen? Yeah. Uh, Well, uh, Dawn, for me, is my favorite. It'd be Dawn, Night, and... uh, I'm trying to think. And then a day, I guess. And then uh, diary. Yeah, so pretty much chron- uh, chronological. Yeah, somewhat. Uh, land would be down at the bottom, though. Just because it was insulting to me. Dude, but this I don't one know what we, I've seen. We saw land. I know you got me into the, uh, you know, the, the sneak peek. You know, the night before it came out, and you know the. Uh, the first screening, and, uh, man, I, <laughs> that was a fucking depressing night for me. Like, I, I was so pumped up for that. Well, and, yeah, uh, I mean, we, you know, you had uh, 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 a Romero zombie movie. You had one in the 60s, the 70s, 80s. You did not have one in the 90s. So we had waited, like, about 20 years for... Yeah for another one, and it turns out to be complete dog shit. Oh, and it's the one with the I, biggest budget, too. I, yeah, that's got to hurt it. Romero does not need big budgets. Um, yeah. Uh, it, it reminds me of something I wanted to mention earlier about the Marvel movies. Somebody was saying that, you know, oh, great, now Disney owns Marvel. They can give it some of that Disney money. You know, more money doesn't, I mean... More times than not, it hurts the film. I mean, more yeah. money doesn't mean it's going to be better, ever. No, no, not at all. That's, I mean, uh... I would say scale well, that shit down, man. Scale it down. Make it a smaller production. I think that, uh, dude, to me, that is why I love Hammer Horrors. Because yeah. they're all low budget. Every one of them is all budget, even even the more glamorous ones, like, uh, you know, Horror of Dracula and Curse of Frankenstein. But they don't look at them. Right. They don't look like they're all budget. They have great sets. Uh, they have great actors. I mean, phenomenal actors. And uh, even if some of the special effects look a little iffy, 
you don't really care because, I mean, you've got good actors, you've got good setting and everything. No, I've never they do is what they have. I've never seen anything that did this that bad in the Hammer movie. No, uh, the only one that really bugs me is uh, the reptile. Um, the, in theory, the, the, the design of it is cool, but I just, I can't really get into that, the special effects using the reptile. Though the movie is still good. Um, okay. I don't, I, I don't think I've seen that one. <clears throat> yeah, the reptile and the gorgon are kind of iffy, but, you know, it, it doesn't matter so much because the movie is not necessarily about those special effects. You know, uh, you've got Christopher Lee as Dracula, Peter Cushing as Van Helsing, or, or Dr. Frankenstein. They're the ones who carry those movies. Right. And, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're all low budget. I just, I love that. I love that kind of thing. They're low budget. These are people who, you know, even though the Hammer model was purely a business model, they knew what they were doing. That's what makes them so much better for me. These weren't right. necessarily people who were just making movies to make movies. They were making it, you know, for the same reason that Disney makes movies and Marvel and all that. They're making money. Exactly. But, uh, they exactly. That's, that's what we always need to remember. Well, yeah, I mean, they uh, they do well with it. They were, they they I don't know, they, they weren't like, I don't know. They succeeded in doing that. Even working on a business model, they still make great product, you know, uh, without a feeling like a product. These are these are good movies. They hold up over time. Right. Most of them do. I, you know, I I watched uh, Dracula 80, 1972 yesterday. And, uh, Jesus, that one's... Uh, that one's... Uh, that's one of the later ones. And it's... Uh, <laughs> it's... It's... Uh, yeah. It's still not horrible to me, though. It's better than a lot of other shit I've seen. Huh. Um, what's the one? Uh, what's the one with Jeff Goldblum in it? Was it uh, Dracula thirty-eight hundred or some shit like that? Oh, that's Transylvania six-five. Oh, that's it. That's it. Yeah, that's one Man. I gotta go watch myself. That one is something else. Yeah, check <laughs> it out. I've seen it before. Um, it's been a long time now. Man, yeah, see, I just remember it from uh, uh, from the longest time the old way I saw that was through the trailer before my VHS. Now, my VHS of Godzilla 1985 had that trailer on there. <laughs> so I'd see it all the time. Um, and then I probably watched the movie. I don't remember much of it, though. Well, are, are there any other uh, picks you have for watching around oh, Halloween time? I, I've got to say, pick some good Hammer movies. Uh, and the ones I'd pick for Halloween are, you know, Horror of Dracula, Curse of Frankenstein, Revenge of Frankenstein, uh-huh. um, The Mummy, Curse of the oh, Werewolf yeah. is great, uh, Plague of the Zombies. I mean, see, with Hammer, you don't you have a pretty good choice. Pick a couple yeah. of Hammer movies and sit down with them. Um, Try to think of what else is uh, is uh, is good. I always watch the thing, but I know that's not really 
necessarily a Halloween feel. I would say uh, Sleepy Hollow, maybe. The oh, yeah. I think that's pretty good. Yeah, that's a good choice. Um, I, I think that's like the last really good Burton movie. Um, what year was that? 99, you said? Yeah, 1999. Um, yeah, I'd probably have to agree with that. He's made other stuff that I do like, okay? I like Sweeney Todd, all right. Big Fish. You like Sweeney Todd? Uh, I like it okay. Really? I'm never <laughs> going to watch it again. I guess yeah, you don't like uh, it. <laughs> you, you know how I feel about musicals. so I know, man. Uh, I can't I'm, do I'm it. I'm usually right up there with you. I can't do it. There's, there's very few musicals I'll, I'll sit through. Like, Willy Wonka uh, is one musical. Yeah. I mean, would you consider Willy Wonka a, a, a musical? Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Well, that's just plenty of music in it. That's, that's one that I like, and, I, you know, I could watch. And I actually like the music in that one, you know, the songs and stuff. Um, yeah. Oh, shit, man, that's probably about it. <laughs> I'd, I'd say Nightmare uh, Before Christmas is a musical. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm not a big fan of that one either. I'm trying to think of what else, man. There's, there's a few others. Uh, oh, a uh, little shop of horrors. I, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, that is one that I like. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, oh yeah, another uh, another one for Halloween. I guess will be Friday night. Yeah, that was one on my list as well. The the eighties Friday night. I wouldn't. I wouldn't bother. Oh, no, be, uh, I'll call for all one. Let's not even pretend it was remade. Um, I'm trying to think of what else, man. I, you know, uh, for anybody who doesn't have a problem with black and white movies, uh, the Universal Horrors. Um, yeah, I'd recommend you know Frankenstein. Uh, the Wolfman, Dracula. Uh, uh, and, and I know I mentioned this, I guess, in the last thing we did or the one before, um, The Black Cat. I've got, I want people to check that out. The Black Cat, 1932, with Boris Karloff and Fable Gosu. That's an awesome one to me. And it's it's short. It's only like an hour long. But, uh, Okay. Have you seen uh, the Tales from the Dark Side movie? No, no, I haven't seen that one. There's a segment in there called The Black Cat, which I think is a, you know, pretty much a remake of that movie. Which is a pretty did, good movie. There's several movies with that, that name. They all take it from the, the Poe story. Edgar Allan Poe. Right. Uh, I'm not sure how many of them actually stick with the story. But uh, I need to check out Tales from the Dark Side. Yeah, I think you would uh, like it. Oh, probably so. I mean, I, I you know, I like Creepshow. Um, oh, yeah. It's it's pretty much considered the Creepshow 2, you know, or Creepshow 3. Okay, cool. No, a proper uh, sequel to Creepshow. Not the piece of shit they put out, you know, 10 years ago. Um, 
I don't think I've seen anything about the first one. Um, I gotta say one big one for Halloween for me is uh, Evil Dead Two. Oh yeah, I love that one. Old Henrietta. Do you so you prefer Evil Dead Two over Part One? Yes, I do. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, you know I, you know, I I didn't care for one when I first saw it, uh, but it's really grown on me. I watched it. I guess it would have been last Halloween, and uh, I loved it. Evil Dead, the first one, is really grown on me. It's Army of Darkness that has kind of fallen off for me. Um, I don't I don't care for Army of Darkness myself. It's too much slapstick. Yeah. Um, whereas Evil Dead 2, I think, had a perfect mix of horror and slapstick. Right. You know, right. You know, the wall opens up and sprays that blood everywhere, and then something horrible happens. <laughs> and I'm freaking, you know, i got to mention Henrietta again. She steals the show. <laughs> um, Have you seen the, uh, the remake? I've only seen some of the remake. It, it was okay when I saw. Yeah, yeah, I'd recommend checking it out. Uh, I was kind of mixed when I saw it the first time, and I watched it again maybe two or three weeks ago. And uh, I got to say, I'm warming up to it. It's uh, definitely much different than the original films are, and it. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of unique. I really enjoy it. It's you know, I, I didn't like it the first time I saw it, but I kept thinking about it. You know, so. I wanted to give it a rewatch to see what I thought of it. And I think it's a pretty decent movie. I have to check it out. I just, uh, I don't know. Personally, I have problems getting into a lot of the more modern horror. Um, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Just because it all seems to just be the same thing. I tried it with Saul. And then they just kept doing the same thing. Yeah. So it's probably not a very good example of good modern horror. (laughs) I like the first one fine. Yeah. Um, But, uh, you know, modern stuff doesn't have the same feel as, uh, you know, the stuff we grew up with. But I know that's just me. Yeah, but a few I had on my list, you know, I, I tend to pull from shit from the 80s. That's just generally where I always gravitate towards. And uh, the main two on my list were Night of the Demons and uh, Halloween 3. Oh, yeah, Halloween 3. It's been a while since I've seen that one. That was good. Uh, but, yeah, both of those have... Uh, Blu-ray releases. I don't think I have either one on Blu-ray yet, but uh, I'm a big fan of both those movies. Uh, Night of the Demons was one of the, you know, staple VHS rentals for me back in the day. Mm-hmm. And it was my, <clears throat> I believe it was my introduction to uh, to full frontal nudity. So. Oh, okay. So it's got a little place, and yeah. Oh yeah. It's got that boosh in it. I, I don't even remember my first introduction to that. <laughs> but, uh, 
but uh, you've seen it, right? You've mm-hmm. seen uh, Night of the Demons? Yeah, yeah, I, I did watch that one, I guess, uh, last last year, I think it was. Oh, really? Oh, not Night of the Demons. Dude, I haven't even seen that. It was Demons I watched. Oh, oh Demons is another great one, man. I love Demons as well. Mm-hmm. I do have Demons on Blu-ray, Demons and Demons too. I have the Arrow box set of that one. Oh, cool. Yeah, I, I found them uh, at FYE on sale. They're like $5 each. They're VHS, but, you know, I figured I'd pick them up. For something I hadn't seen before, I just picked them up just to check them out. Oh, I haven't yeah. watched the second one. Though. The second one's uh-huh. definitely more comedic, I think, but uh, it's still a pretty good movie. But, uh, yeah, man, Demons is great. <laughs> but Night of the Demons is really good, man. It's got uh, Linnea Quigley in it. Oh, okay. Or, I don't think That's... it was her. I could be wrong, but I don't, I don't think it was her that did the, the, the full frontal. But she does this one gag in the film where she takes a stick of lipstick and pushes it in her nipple. Like, six it, and the whole thing goes inside of her nipple. Man, it's fucking, like, it's crazy as hell now, but just imagine when you were, like, 10 seeing that shit. Damn, dude. But are those both uh, Italian? No, I'm talking about Night of the Demons now. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, 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 it's American. After Return of the Living Dead. I want to say it was 88. Was Return of the Living Dead 85? Yeah. So I'd be after. Yeah. I That's believe it was a full swing, though. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, you got to see this one, man. I got to loan you this uh, DVD. You'd really enjoy it. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll be glad to check that out. Yeah, yeah a lot of fun. 84. Of course, Halloween 3. You know, both these films take place on Halloween night, or, you know, Halloween 3. The main. Uh, part of the movie takes place on Halloween night. So, you know, great great films to watch around this time of the year. Have you um, seen Halloween 3? Halloween 3? Yeah, it's been a while. But, uh, yeah, see, Halloween 3, I, uh, I watched it with my uh, buddy, Chris. Oh, yeah. And uh, it, uh, you know, I, I mean, I was always wondering how the hell they got part of Stonehenge to America. <laughs> but, uh, and Tom Atkins, that was the first time I ever saw him. And I thought he looked like my dad. <laughs> you know, with a mustache and a hair like that. I kept thinking yeah. that. But uh, it was good, though. I, I kind of put it off because... You know, you had Halloween 1 and 2. It's all Michael Myers, or every one of them, but three of them's the odd, Number three is the odd one out. Yeah. So, uh, I, I think for. that's what makes it so good. I think the Halloween series could have benefited from, from that, you know, do with different stories. Yeah. I mean, looking back on it, it probably wasn't a very smart decision, just knowing what we know now with the, you know, the appeal of Michael Myers, but... I don't know. I mean, I know it, it It kind of flopped at the theater, you know, when it came out, but it's, it's become a cult favorite, I believe. Yeah, yeah, time has been pretty pretty good to it. 
I've noticed that. I noticed some wobble Halloween three discussion out there. Positive discussion. Yeah. Um, but I mean, if thank you. Did you hear that? Yeah, I did. I did hear that. Well, that's the song in the movie. From the uh, the commercial, I guess it was. Yeah, yeah. If I, I wonder how it would have been received if they had made that one as a second Halloween movie before, you know, they did one and two and they had already established one two that it was yeah. going to be a Michael Myers series. Um, you know, what if they had done it as part two and Michael Myers hadn't, you know, he'd been in the first one that had been established, you know, I think the reason three failed is because people were expecting more Michael Myers. Why wouldn't they? Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and word of mouth, you know, everybody told their friends that, you know, Michael's not in it, so don't waste your time. Yeah, exactly. It just, uh, I would say it was probably a problem with uh, promotion. You know, somebody should have been like, well, you know, shit, we've we've already put Myers in the other two. We probably don't need to throw a curveball at these people. But they did it anyway. Well, like I said, hindsight, you know. Oh, definitely. I just that just still seems like an odd decision to do that. Because I would imagine Halloween two did well. Yeah. So, and that that's what I'm saying. It was already established. You know, usually these oh, usually these companies don't do that. They don't try to change that up. You know, they're like, no, this sells. Let's stick with this. Well, I mean, like, look at you know. Uh, Friday the 13th of the series, you know. Everybody tuned in to see Jason, but there's no Jason. It's just these fucking dorks collecting, uh, you know, collecting antiques. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know. Uh, Yeah, I, I, I haven't seen one of those in a while. I think the last one of those I saw was, uh, no, it would have been Friday versus Jason. Oh, oh, yeah, the Friday the 13th, yeah. Yeah. But you remember the show of the series, you remember that? You're talking about the series. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. That's what yeah. I was saying, like, it, it, Jason wasn't in there at all. See, that confused me as a kid. Yeah, but checking that out. Because <laughs> I was like, what is this? You know, it, I don't. I, I don't know. That's uh, had they not copied it. Okay, is the series actually supposed to be tied in at all? To uh, the, uh, other, other than the name, I don't think so. And I, I would have wondered if they were able to even copyright Friday the Thirteenth. No, they would I have. believe it was. I mean, it was the same people. I believe that did it. Oh, okay. I mean, it's kind of like, I mean, you know, Freddy's Nightmares at least had Freddy in there sometimes, you know. He he was like the wraparound character, the you know, almost like the Crypt Keeper. Hmm. So, I mean, That's at least, weird. I mean, at least you saw Freddy, you know. Yeah, I, I just, I don't know how well, you know, Jason would have worked in a, in a series. Uh, sure, sure. I think they were trying to cancel a lot. 
Oh, definitely. Freddy would work a little better just because, you know, he'll actually talk to you. Jason's yeah. just going to try to cut your face off. That's it. <laughs> yeah. He's not very vocal. No. Uh, he lets <laughs> his machete do the, uh, do the talking. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh... Man, I'm trying to think of anything else. Well, the last, the last uh, movie I wanted to mention was uh, just uh, Slither. Oh, man, I watched that the other day, too. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah, that one. Uh, see, I had watched it in a few years, and uh, I just put it in, and, man, it's it's so gross. But it's it's really, <laughs> really good, though. I like it. I like it quite a bit. I bet all these big James Gunn fans from Guardians of the Galaxy are going and checking that out now. Oh, I don't think they're prepared for it, though. <laughs> I love Michael Rooker in that movie. Oh, it's good stuff. I mean, it really is like a trauma movie with a budget. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't lose that, uh, you know, the flavor of a of, of B-movie. It's very much a B-movie. Uh, I like the cast in it. The cast is really good. And I like the dude, I can't remember the actor's name. The guy who plays the mayor, who's just a fucking oh, yeah. piece of shit. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, it's like, even even it seems to don't really require that it be disgusting, it's still disgusting, no yeah. matter why. Somehow. Uh, it's, uh... Yeah, it's uh, it's one of Michael Rooker's finest roles. <laughs> um, yeah, I was glad to see him in uh, Guardians because he's kind of you know James Garner's buddy. Yeah, yeah, and I, I I don't imagine he would have had any problem casting him in there because not only does he have that the fact that he's friends with the director, he has The Walking Dead. <clears throat> yeah, uh, Michael Rooker is still pretty popular right now. And, uh, yeah, he is. Uh, I like him. I really like the guy quite a bit. Um, the uh, he's come a long way since uh, since Henry. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. uh, that's some. I, I I will watch that one again. However, that movie was a bit too uh, intense for me. Oh, yeah? Uh, well, I mean, the scene where he's got that camcorder, he and Otis, you yeah. know, are torturing, pretty much torturing that the, the mother and the son. That's just, uh-huh. I mean, it's too real for me. I don't like that, that kind of shit myself. Uh, it's on quite a few lists of, you know, most disturbing movies, so. I, I can see it, totally. Uh, but uh, it was interesting watching it though the guy who plays Otis plays uh, I can't remember the character's name but he plays that uh, that guy in the Night of the Living Dead remake the Tom Savini one the guy okay. who was in the cellar uh, who kept trying to stay down there with his wife and uh, daughter yeah. they asked yeah, I can't him think the, same the same dude okay uh, so it's kind of interesting seeing that. I I, I don't know what is. Let's see if I've got the. I would even say here. 
No, about that. You know they they made a sequel to to Henry, maybe ten years ago. Oh really? Did you know about that? <laughs> I think I vaguely remember something about that. I've always dismissed it though. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen it either. But there's like a short Mexican guy I think that, that plays Henry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's go from. Uh, I hate from Alabama to uh short Mexican dude. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's I don't know. logical progression. Uh, <laughs> what? Um, I, I'd imagine Otis won't be in that, though. Yeah. But, uh, man, I'm trying to think of what else. I don't know if anybody would really care to Watch, uh, what is it, the 78 Dawn of the Dead again? Oh, yeah. Hell uh, yeah. That's always a good one. That's um, one of my favorite horror movies. Trying to think of what else here. I mean, I've got others that are good, like Chud. Chud is good. Um, <laughs> you know, generally for my, for my Halloween movies, I try to pick kind of horror comedies, usually, just to kind just of keep, to keep the mood. Fun. Yeah, keep it kind of lighthearted. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's hard for me because I watch horror movies all year long. You know, it's not really a particular thing that. It's the same way here, dude. Uh, I, I, you know, I've been going through. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna watch the movies for you know for October. It's Halloween, and I'm like, well, shit, yeah. I've seen this in the past month. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm just having to move on. That's why I watch Slither, stuff like that. I don't yeah. watch constantly. And uh, I'm glad I did. I mean, it's it's definitely held up. Um, yeah, it's always such a, a busy month for me. I really don't get to watch a whole lot of stuff. Um, I haven't really watched, I mean, I probably watched maybe two horror movies in the past month, you know. Oh, wow. But... I'm planning on watching some. It may not be until after Halloween, but I'll get to some of these we mentioned at some point this week. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of good stuff out there. I just uh, I just noticed that uh, I don't know if it's so much our generation or not, but you know, people have problems watching black and white movies for whatever reason. Oh uh, man, you wouldn't believe it, dude. My my nephew like. Refuses to watch them. Hopefully he'll grow out of that. Because uh, <sighs> I I usually find black and white movies to be better. You know, right. The way, the, the, the way it's filmed, man, the way they play with shadows and contrast, it just works so much better in black and white than it ever could in color. Now, color has its own set of advantages. Yeah. But, uh, I, just, I feel like they... They've got more to work with when you when you're doing something in color. You know, it's easier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, with black and white, you know, like say the original Frankenstein. Uh, mm-hmm. It's in black and white. I think that really helps with the atmosphere of it. But if you saw it in color and saw the monster, he was green. Right. It's like a very dark green color, and uh, I don't know how effective that would have been. You know, if you saw that in color, 
Right. Uh, well, like, uh, you know, Psycho, they used, what, chocolate syrup for the blood, you know? Exactly. It didn't, know, it didn't like, really well, matter. You know, the, the, the red didn't really matter. No, not at all. You just make sure it's a dark color. That's why you have that, and then you have, like, the blood and say, Dawn of the Dead, which looks extremely fake, you know? And even though Romero decided to keep it in there, it was an accident. You know, they just happened to film everything that had blood before they even realized that, which I don't, you know, I, I, that, that was a mistake, I think, but, you know, well, it was, it was, you know, the more that you watch that being remastered, the worse it looks, too. Yeah, definitely, man. Uh, I've got it, I've got it on Blu-ray, and, and I've got that Ultimate DVD edition. And yeah, it's just you know with color you have to make sure to get the the, the especially with something like blood. Everybody knows what blood looks like. Uh, you have to get it just right, and it, and it looks different from your you know your eyes picking up differently than the camera lens does. Right. You know? Because that's the only damn way they made that mistake through all those scenes in the right. second Dawn of the Dead. It looked fine to them. But the camera picked it up as bright fucking, like, neon red. <laughs> like, almost like an orange color in parts. Right. Uh, it looks like it's just a couple of shades from being the same color as the innards of the uh, grab boys from Tremors. You know, that bright orange? Yeah. Uh, you know, speaking of that, you know they're they're doing a part five. Yeah, with our good buddy, uh, Jamie Kennedy. Oh, Jesus, I know it. Sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt you with that, but, uh... No, that's fine, man. That's something that the world needs to know about. (laughs) (laughs) Jamie Kennedy, man. Fuck me, but at least they're doing it in, uh, like, South Africa or somewhere it's going to be set. Oh, oh, okay, cool. So it won't be a profession yet again. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you got to mix that shit up a little bit. Old Burke can only do so many things. I just find it funny they got him in it again. Again. He's been in all the only every movie. Yeah. He's the only person stupid enough to keep going after these things, wherever they are. Well, what else does he have going on? (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's just, it's just funny. You know, I, I saw that picture. I was like, Jesus, this bird again. I was like, and then it's like my brain would not recognize who the other person was in that picture. You know, I was like, who, who the fuck is that? I read it. I'm like, no, that's not, no. But no, it's 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 Jamie Kennedy. It's like, that's why he. Uh, oh, go ahead. Uh, I, I'm thinking that's why he uh, ducked out of the convention early. He had to get to the oh, center yeah. of that. Sure, sure. Mark called him up. Oh. I mean, like, sacrificing him. Huh? Like, what is what is Fred Ward doing now? Like, can he not do that? I mean, can he not, you know, throw Fred Ward $1,000, you know, and let him do this movie? You always get the impression Fred Ward has just stopped. Uh They did, like, Road Trip. That's the last thing I saw him in, I think. Yeah, yeah same here. Same here, you know, he he was great in Tremors, too. Yeah, he was. 
Trevor Stu is a good movie. Uh, I love Trevor Stu. Uh, it's it's when you get to the uh, the third one with the ass blasters. Oh yeah, that the whole Trevor thing starts to get kind of iffy. <laughs> yeah, they really take it a little far fetched. I think. Well, yeah, it's like they're butt quivers. You know, they have these butt cheeks where they quiver, and then they just blast. Like air out of the buttholes. Uh, but uh, the thing about the third one that's kind of cool is they got some of the other people from the first trimmers. You know, Ariana Richards is back yeah. in the third one. But yeah, that's like a good movie. But, you know, she's not, I don't, she's not doing anything in Hollywood anymore. I don't think she's got any desire to. I mean, that was probably the last thing she did, right? As far as I know, she just paints now. <laughs> she's she's real good at it too. That was really. Yeah, you can look her up online, man. You find her site, check out her painting. She's a really good painter. So hmm. I mean, I, if she just sticks with that the rest of her life, I totally get it. She's good at it. Sure. But. Uh, Man, uh, I'm trying to think of anything else regarding Halloween. Well, any uh, any Halloween memories or that's what I'm trying to remember. Particular Uh, things you like to do on Halloween? Oh, I know. Dad likes to tell me all the time about my first Halloween. Yeah, Uh, I was apparently dressed up, I guess, as uh, Charlie Brown, (laughs) and. I kept dragging the bag on the ground to a hole, poked in it. I was little. I didn't give a shit. <clears throat> I guess he was falling behind me, picking up all the candy. Oh, wow. Um, still got that costume. And uh, also went one year as uh, as a glow worm. You remember those? Oh, yeah. I was real little. I was like three or something. I went as a glow worm. I've got that costume still. <laughs> but uh, I don't think I have any of my old costumes. Unfortunately, it's you know uh, you you know my dad. My dad's always held on to anything like that. And yeah. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have it. I'm glad he did. Yeah. Oh, I am too. Uh, he held on to a lot of that stuff, and now I'm old enough to care. So I try to you know you know make sure it sticks around. You can't wear it anymore. I mean, the the Charlie Brown one especially is all cracked because it was that cheap, cheap plastic. It was only meant for one, you know, wearing. You know, it was that that cheap uh, plastic, like, suit kind of thing you put on, like a oh, yeah. body thing that would tear very easily, and then that harder plastic oh. base. Oh, man. Well, that was every year I had another one of those for, like, 10 years yeah. of my life. Yeah. Was, oh, you'll be, you know, you'll be Skeletor this year. You'll be a Ninja Turtle next year, but it's always the yeah. same fucking get up, you know. Oh, exactly. I know, man. Uh, it, and they they tore so easily, though. I remember. Oh that. yeah. Oh yeah. Just have a little uh, make it. Just have a little elastic string holding the mask on. Yeah. Yeah. 
You have to have somebody duct tape the mask to the back of your head. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I mean, Halloween was always good. You know, where we lived, it was safe. Uh, yeah. We just walked down the street trick-or-treating. Um, and uh, yeah. always, Dad always got the pumpkins, and we always carved the pumpkins. Oh, yeah, your dad was a big a big fan of Halloween. He always oh, went my all dad... Up. Uh, 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 my dad is instilled that in me and my brother. Yeah. Uh, just a love and respect for holidays. Because, I mean, that's when, you know, you go through every, you know, every day, all year long, the same old shit. Right. Um, you've got the holidays for a reason. Yeah. Uh, and so we try to make the best of it on those holidays. Right. Uh, try to break up that monotony a little bit. Yeah, exactly, man. It makes it, I mean, it doesn't really mean anything, no. But fuck that, you know, it's fun. It gives you something to do. And, uh, I mean, that, that that's, I guess, how it would be a pretty special thing. But it's always been cool to have those memories with, uh, you know, Dan, those pumpkins and all those decorations and shit everywhere. Oh, yeah. I know that got on mom's nerves. <laughs> but, uh, I, I, you know, for some reason, one memory I do have is I, it would have been right after Halloween. We had those uh, the pumpkins would start rotting after they had been carved right. in the back corner of the yard. We had that neighbor, you know, the one I'm talking about, that had that dog that would come over there and just eat those pumpkins. <laughs> I know you're talking about. Head yeah. Covered. Come on. Yeah, I mean, his head would be like orange, like nasty brown orange. Just uh. Just a nasty little thing, you know, and just run around the yard eating pumpkins. Oh, man, that's funny. I just don't know why he was eating pumpkins, but I, I'm sure he didn't know either. You know, the dog was stupid. I, uh, we, we carved some pumpkins last weekend, and my dog wouldn't eat any of it at all. He, he didn't want any, any part of it. Exactly. That's that's. I'm like, what is that in this for you? You know, he's just sitting there chowing down. He would always eat the face out of it. I was trying to beat this pumpkin with his cavern in it, you know? And half the face was on his face. <laughs> but, you know, and then he'd just walk around the yard waiting for more pumpkins to show up. He, yeah. The sweet dog, he, was, he really was. He was just the dumbest thing yeah. I've ever seen. He was. He was. And, and he, uh, but he got, and he didn't do that just once. He did that like to three or four pumpkins. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, this was like a like a Shih Tzu, right? And yeah, it was a little... <laughs> covered covered in like pumpkin guts, just like all of his, you know, long ass hair covered in pumpkin guts. <laughs> you know, disgusting. Man, it would sit there. You know how fast that shit rots. <laughs> <laughs> just sit on him, you know, so you'd smell this rotten pumpkin ass smell on this dog. You know, I, I don't think the dog was aware that he was even alive. You know, he just did random stupid no. shit. But, yeah, uh, dog? uh, man, but, uh, yeah, I mean, and, and we'd also have like a, a weenie roast kind of thing, you know, we'd have the fire going. 
cooking hot dogs oh, yeah. and marshmallows and have the chips and Coke and all that. Just, you know, we'd have Halloween stuff playing on the TV. Uh, it was always yeah. a nice event. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, it was fun, man. I, I, you know, I try to do a little something every Halloween. It's it's not like the way it was. Um, <clears throat> last good Halloween memory I have, man, was only a few years ago. It would have been, it would have been five years ago. Um, the last Halloween, my uncle was alive. My uncle buddy, yeah, and uh, he would he would come to these Halloween things. You know, just hang out with us, and you know, you know how close I was with him. I loved him. Right. And uh, this year, though, I dressed up as a giant chicken. <laughs> uh, he loved it. I don't he absolutely that. loved it. Uh, <laughs> just drinking beer, you know, just sitting there as this chicken. I found this costume for cheap at Target. Um, right. For some reason, I don't know why this happened, but the crotch ripped out of it. I don't. I don't even know how that happened. And so I'm just sitting there with the crotch open, drinking beers. But uh, he got a kick out of, it, and I was glad for that. But um, <laughs> wow, yeah, Halloween's pretty much always been fun at at the house. You know. Yeah, um, you know, I'm trying to kind of instill that in my, you know, my kids. You know, I try to make it a big, you know, celebration thing because it seems like a lot of people aren't really even trying to celebrate it anymore. You know, I don't know if it's, you noticed. Oh, I have. They've got the festivals, the churches yeah. have their own events and everything. Yeah, they try to do and, that uh, instead of instead of you know trick or treating and you know something special. It's, it's like just. Throw a throw a jump tent or a jump, you know, whatever you call those things, those things you jump in, and uh, you know, it's like a little carnival type deal. Yeah, um, I remember when they really started putting that out there. Uh, and from what I remember, I think it was because of fears of kids being. Yeah harmed on Halloween, which I don't know how prevalent that was. Um, I don't either. But the biggest thing that bugs me is people making it out to be a purely satanic thing when it's not. Halloween is not freaking satanic. It was originally, of course, it was pagan back in the day, but pagan does not mean evil at all. And yeah. I don't understand why people attack Halloween like they do when they still retain pagan rituals and Christmas. Um, I don't, I don't get it at all. Uh, I, I don't get the, you know, the negative connotations applied to it. But uh, yeah, I think you're right. You know, it all kind of started with. Uh, I mean, I kind of remember right around like September 11th, you know, which I think kind of corresponds to the 24-hour news you know, like non-stop news. So if somebody the gets ticker. molested, yeah. Yeah, when they, that's when they started with the ticker thing at the bottom for news. Yeah, I remember. But like, like if somebody gets molested anywhere, you know, it's posted there at the bottom. So you think, oh, shit, you know, my kids are, you know, not, not safe. 
But, I mean, like, back in the day, man, we didn't know about that shit. It wasn't national news, you know? Um, but I, I don't know. It just seems really, really unrealistic. And, uh, like, my kids are going to a, to a Christian school now. And, like, they can't even have uh, anything with a jack-o'-lantern on it. That's, you know. <laughs> that, uh, first off, it's a culture of fear that's been instilled now. Yeah. You know, for, you know, if somebody gets molested or raped and killed, which I hate, but it happens. I mean, it's part yeah. of life. It's yeah. very unfortunate, but it's part of life. But right. you shouldn't have to. You know, be like, well, okay, my kids aren't going anywhere. Yeah. You've got to go out and live, you know? You, you, you're missing out on that. And then the whole thing about Christians, you know, hardcore Christians being like this regarding Halloween is ridiculous. I think it's I think it's disgusting to me. Uh, well, I don't get it. Of, uh, well, that's what I'm saying. I just uh, have taken it too far. They they seem to uh, think that you go out and, and trick-or-treat and all that, that you're celebrating Satan, you know, but that's that's yeah. not at all the case. I'm sorry, but the, the festival harvest and shit they do is more akin to the pagan crap than trick-or-treating is. Right. You know, it's it's like Santa Claus. Santa Claus has as much to do with Christmas as, as trick-or-treating does with the old, you know, Sam Hain stuff. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean. It's all, yeah. it's just fun. That's all it is. You know, I don't think the devil is sitting there and just beating his meat mercilessly, <laughs> and all these kids going around trick or treating. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, why can't you have one night out of the year to, you know, pretend you're someone else and have a good time? I mean, eat a lot of candy, have fun, you know, watch the movies, whatever you want to do. You know, yeah. have a good time. I mean. It, it, it's all about having fun to me. And, you know, I'm trying to instill the same things we grew up with in my kids, you know, and that it's nothing wrong with it. You know, it's just we're having fun. Yeah. It's just a shame that more people don't see that. I mean, it's, I mean it's I've known like people who, who just do not celebrate Halloween because it goes against their religious beliefs. That's like, stupid. Uh, See for me, I, I'm, I'm irreligious. You know, I don't harbor. I don't. I don't hold anything against anybody. You know, right. for whatever they believe, whatever. But have fun in your life, man. I mean, right. don't sit there and, and uh, you know, use your religion to say no. You can't do that. No, fuck that. If you have fun, you're taking away your 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 time with God. What the hell? You know, that's and see, that's nothing that. God has said that's just some asshole who who has his own. It's it's it really is somebody I think who has like psychological issues who's going around saying this stupid shit and everybody else is believing it. And it just keep it's just it, it's sad to me. It's sad seeing these kids who don't enjoy this. You know, they can't yeah. get any enjoyment out of this because just because I had so much fun out of it growing up. Like, you know. do you remember, like, wearing your costume to school, you know, and having Halloween parties at school? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we used to do that shit all the time. And, you know, public school, they don't allow that either. 
I don't get that. That's not religious, though. I mean, Halloween is not a religious thing. Right. So what's the problem with that? I don't know. Uh, It's, uh, oh, God, people are just so, you have an issue come up, and you have so many people who are so afraid of even dealing with it. I don't want to deal with this shit. (laughs) Fuck it. We're not doing it. Right. Those right, are the pussies. Right. Those people are nothing but pussies. I agree. Like, I mean, go out and do it. If people bitch about it, fuck them. You're going to have parents who bitch about everything. Do not let the few parents who bitch about it ruin it for everybody else. If they want to sit there and bitch about it, tell them to go fuck themselves. It's in the home groveling because not everybody else in it is miserable as them. Yeah. But uh, I just, it's its not, you know, for me with Halloween, it's not trying to push anything on anybody. I just, like I said, I just, it'd be nice if everybody could just have fun. Like I did. I mean, that's all it is. That's what it's all about, is having fun. Yeah. But that's, that's can't do that. Uh, you <laughs> know, I, I used to enjoy every Halloween getting a mouthful of razors. That was the best part. Oh, I know it. I know it. Uh, poison candy. Yeah, man. I was full of just riddled with poison. You know, I would just go trick-or-treating, eat everything I could, go straight yeah. to the emergency room to get my stomach popped. You know what, though? You know, talking about that was such a big thing back in the, you know, what, 80s, 90s, whenever poison candy. I know, you know, the whole time we were going trick-or-treating, poison candy was a big thing. Yeah, like, do you ever remember hearing about anyone getting poison candy? No. Now that, Me that's that culture of fear. That's it. It was like an going to get on something. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and the razors and candy. Yeah. You know, now, you know, there have been issues, like, with the Tylenol thing years back. Yeah. Right. Somebody was poisoning that. That did happen. Right. Stuff like that is going to happen. You know, but, I mean, when that happens, which is so rare that you can have somebody who's that fucked up to go and do something like that, you know, they're they're fucked up people out there. Again, that's a part of life. Don't let it ruin yours. Right. I just, where does does it end is my problem. You know, what is, you know, I understand wanting to protect your kids, but you've got to let them live. You know, it's scary. It is. I know it's got to be scary, but that's life. I just, like, like I want to see what these kids look like in 20 years. Like, are they afraid to leave their house? I mean, are they just totally fear-stricken, you know, that they can't, you know, function in regular life? Because, I mean, it's, it's beyond overkill, you know? Well, they're relying on somebody else to protect them from an early age, whether it's government regulations or their parents just overreacting. Right. You know, that you can't grow up like that. You have to go out and get hurt. That's how you learn, you know? Exactly. And it's, you know, it's it's weird for me to say this, but our generation had probably, you know, one behind us uh, are the last ones that probably had anything like that. Yeah. No. But, you know, then again, people a little bit older than us can feel that way about us. But, you know, exactly. the, 80s, exactly. the 80s were different. You know, that, that shit didn't really get bad till the 90s. Uh, the 80s were still a little carefree for me, at least. 
Well, you know, we didn't have any major world wars, you know, major, major, you know, national wars to deal with. So that's, yeah. that's our whole claim to fame. Well, we just had the uh, the Cold War coming to a close. Um, that's, that's about it. You know, dealing with uh, some, some terrorists and, you know, uh, Gorbachev, that was about the biggest thing we had to deal with. I hate it for kids, so, man. That, that I mean, it may come out fine. You never know. Now, you and I are looking at it from a different point of view than they are. You know, right. we're not right in the middle of it growing up. So they right. may be just fine. I hope they are. I'm hoping that they'll grow up and be like, you know, this shit about everybody flipping out about Halloween is stupid. Let's bring it back, you know, when it comes back. They're going to get out their record players and uh, be like, man, fuck all this digital shit. We want to hear this shit on vinyl. Yeah, yeah, I see it going that far. It just looks like something from the early 70s, a bunch of kids out there just dancing. Stupid <laughs> shit to vinyl. <laughs> Eating chocolate but, uh, razors. Yeah. But yeah, man. No, no, it's stupid. I didn't mean to get off on that tangent. I was just trying to say, you know, uh, you know, I, I I try to instill, you know, the same things that we enjoyed in my kids, and you know, I'm doing my best. And uh, you know, they they all seem to enjoy it. So you know, we you know put on a big you know display and. You know, you know, try to make it as big a show as we can just so they can experience it and have a good time, you know, similar to the way we did. Yeah. Well, I mean, that that's a big issue now. I know it is. So, I mean, I'm, I'm glad you you brought that up. You know, that's, that's, to me, that's what any good parent would want to do. You know, remember the good times and pass that down to their kids. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it it's... I mean, you know, religion's one thing. This is not has nothing to do with religion, really. You know, I mean, we're you no, know, we're dressing up, having a good time. You know, we're just playing around. Yeah, but it's uh, I don't know. It. We uh, well, we watched Ernest uh, Scared Stupid the other day and had a good time with that. So, <laughs> oh man. Oh, it's been a while since I've watched that one. <laughs> That's a pretty terrible movie, but kids seem to enjoy it. Well, I enjoyed it when I saw it as a kid. Um, I, I do need to check it out, but I I just remember that troll thing having, like, the two noses. Yeah. You've got two fucking noses, man. It's so weird. Oh. Um... That one came out in, like, 90... Shit, I'm trying to remember what year that came out. That was early 90s. I want to say 92, but I could be wrong. I don't even have that one. I've, I've got Ernest Saves Christmas, which I'm going to watch for Christmas. I I watched that one a couple of years ago, and I, I did like it. Saves uh, Christmas? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's one I want to watch, too. I saw that in the theater, but I don't think I've seen it since. It's, you know, for me, I mean, it's pure nostalgia for me. I I, I like yeah. uh, 
Ernest growing up. I still like Jim Barney. You know, it's a shame he's gone. Yeah, no, no, um, I love Jim Barney. I uh, just, you know, I watch uh, Scared Stupid, uh, Saves Christmas, and then it was uh, Goes to Jail. And oh, goes yeah. To camp. But, uh, you know, Ernest Goes to Africa. I, I oh, didn't yeah. bother with that. You know, that shit where he goes and gets Ebola. Uh, what about uh, yeah, his slam dunk. shenanigans? What about yeah. slam dunk, Ernest? Oh, dude, I haven't even yeah, I, I see, I haven't even messed with any of those. <laughs> That's a good one to watch. You would you would laugh at that, I promise. Uh, should I take you seriously or, or what? No, no, no. You would laugh at it. I mean, not like legitimately because it's so fucking awful. Oh, okay. And how tall was Jim Barney? I know he wasn't short. Uh, I doubt he was doing any slam dunking. 6'1", 6'2". Okay. I mean, right around your height, probably. Uh, I wouldn't wouldn't imagine much taller than that. Well, I'll I'll put that in my queue, though. He's what? But he was only 50 when he died. Yeah. Yeah, it was like lung cancer I think that killed him. I knew he was young. I didn't know he was that young. Damn. I think he was a pretty chronic smoker. Been dead for 15 years almost. He did Toy Story. Did he do Toy Story 2? Yeah. Okay. That may have been one of the last things you did, then. Yeah, he did uh, Atlantis, the Lost Empire, the video game. What's his last thing? In 2001. Mm. Yeah, that's a shame. He did do Ernest in the Army in 98, though. Oh, we got to check that out. He <laughs> put a commentary on that. <laughs> Ernest goes to Africa in 97. Slam Dunk Ernest, 95. Ernest Rides Again, 93. Ernest Goes to School, 94. Oh, man, he did a ton of these shitty-ass movies. Dude, so I guess we're doing an Ernest retrospective now. I want to. Let's do it. Man. I just, uh, I remember reading that scared stupid several times from, uh, Judy Jungle from that uh, yeah. rental thing they had there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you remember at that Jitney they had, like, before, you know, it was a whole separate section over there? It was in the middle. You know, you walk in, it was, like, near the middle of the store. They had these little, uh-huh. uh, they were, like, plastic pieces that they had uh, a picture of the movie on that you brought up there. Do you remember that? You know, oddly enough, I really don't. It was almost like a plastic index card or something. It was. Uh, so it was kind of like uh, when you had to when you got video games for Toys of Rush, you just got that card, took it up front. Right, right. Paid for it, picked it up. Okay. That that was the first time I ever rented movies. Was from that uh, Jitney. Oh man, what's uh, Alpha Alpha went under and it became Blockbuster? We've really uh-huh. more from Jenny than anywhere else because it was cheaper. Oh, yeah. You get five for five there. 
Yeah. And, you know, we always had to go to Juni. You got to get food, you know. Sure. When Ballbuster took over Alfalfa, I think they just raised the prices because they were ridiculous. Like, new releases were like 3 or $4 for two nights. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, that was before Walmart, you know, ruled the roost, so you had to go to Jitney anyway. Yeah. I, I miss that, though. You know, I miss that, you know, growing up out there, going to that Jitney and, uh, you know, writing movies. And, you know, they had that, when, I was, when we were little, they had that pharmacy right next door. Yeah. Uh, but they tore that down and put that, that video portion there, I think. Oh, that was um, a pharmacy before. Okay, I didn't realize that. Yeah, uh, they had the, the old pharmacy, and then they, uh, I guess the pharmacy went under it. Did he just bought out that space, tore the wall down, and that's when they extended their frozen food section out that way. Okay. Uh, so they had the frozen food section and the actual store part, and then Originally, it was buggies. It was just a, a wall hall kind of for buggies. Then they pulled all those out and uh, renovated it into the uh, the whole office there where you could get your uh, cigarettes, all your tobacco products. Right, right. I remember and that. Then, uh, and then the video section. Um, I got to say, though, I'm glad that they finally are using that space again. After when yeah. Dixie went under, it was it was vacant for like ten, fifteen years. Ten years at least, yeah. Um, and now it's. Uh, I thought they were going to put a Fred's there. It would have been something, but they put that Ramy's. Ramy's, yeah, uh, grocery, uh, grocery place there. So, and it feels kind of the same. The layout is the exact same as it was when it was Jenny. I don't you know, know, I haven't been in there, but I but I like to go in there just so we can kind of talk about it because uh, that's like where I kind of got my love for movies was in that place. Yeah, just go in there, man. I mean, it's uh, like I said, it's it's really like I don't know if they have the original floor plans for the Jimmy or what, but I mean, walk in there, some produce on the right, all mm-hmm. the other soup and crackers and all that, and then the frozen section. Um, they still got that little office there. I don't know if they give out tobacco still. But I think it's yeah. uh, uh, one cool thing about it though. They've got a little beer cave in there. They've got some decent beer in there. Oh, cool! So, uh, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> one thing I remember about that place is when I was like fourteen, fifteen years old, they had a uh, they had a vending machine that had uh, cigarettes in it. Uh-huh. So you didn't actually need to deal with anybody to get cigarettes. So I would go there and, you know, I'd buy packs of Lucky Strike and who knows what else. I remember those machines. Oh, man, those machines yeah. saved my ass plenty of times back when I was around 15 years old. I just, I never got that. It's like, why, why are you putting these cigarettes and shit back here where nobody can get it? And yet you've got these vending machines, like the Shoney's. <laughs> remember that? The Shoney's had that little vestibule oh, yeah. thing, and it had that cigarette machine there. Yeah. Like, you know, 10-year-olds would just go by and, you know, get whatever they needed, menthols or whatever, uh, <laughs> and so they're smoking away. I guess those don't even exist anymore, do they? No, not that I know of. You might be able to find something like that. I would imagine in a bar or something where you can't yeah. 
You have to a bar to even get in there. You know, a place where you're old enough to smoke to get in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I mean, having it at a, you know, the the town grocery store or you know a restaurant that families go to. Yeah. Explicitly for families. Yeah. It's uh, it's a little bit different there. Oh, yeah, man. I'd throw a 5 o'clock shadow on, and I'd go buy some cigarettes and never got any problems from anybody. <laughs> man, i got to say, even now, uh, one reason I stop shaving so much and I keep facial hair is because whenever I shave, I look like a big, fat fucking baby. You know, my face still looks hey. like it did like 25 years ago. Hey, did you see the pictures of Kevin Smith? He shaved his beard off? Yes, I did. I did. <laughs> he looks so young, man. Yeah, he looks totally different. He's like 50-something years old, isn't he? Like, he looks so young without his beard. Dude, I was... Yeah, it took a, a little while to really realize that was kind of actually him. But, uh, no. yeah, his head looks so small now. Yeah. With I that guess giant... he's lost quite a bit of weight. Oh, has he? Oh, his face doesn't look fat at all. Yeah, Not at all. Giant he, he ball looks... cap on. Yeah. But, uh, no, yeah, I'm I... the same way, man. If I like, if I shave my shit off, I'd look young as hell too. I have a baby face for liquor every time I shave. Every fucking time, and I don't like it at all. Yeah. Now I have a pretty good ratio. I'm really carded, you know, for liquor now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, but, it, I mean, it, it, uh, what was it that happened? I was at a casino. Yeah, I was at the casino. I was there with my brother and a friend of his, and uh, they carded the shit out of him. Yeah. Because you know, he shaves his head. He's balding just like me. Right, right. He's balding really bad. and uh, But he keeps his head shaved, and he's only got a little bit of facial hair. So they carved the hell out of him. They never carded me. <laughs> That's when I felt old. You know, I was like, Jesus, I, I might as well just sit down with some of these, you know, 70-year-old pensioners. <laughs> yeah. You know, the ones that have, like, the card with the string attached, they just put it in the machine, and they just sit there. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, I, it was so sad to me. Oh man, so uh, sad. They they fart and they just blow dust out of their pussy. Because they fart out of their pussies now. It, well, yeah. no, they just squeeze too. <laughs> yeah, they just have to do it. It's you can't help it when you're that old. Well, yeah, I mean you have the. Uh... I guess uh, the people walking around behind them, sweeping up, they're sweeping up cigarette sure, ashes sure. and pussy no. dust. Pussy dust. Uh, oh, yeah. But, but uh, yeah, man, uh, one memory from that uh, jitney, though, was uh, maybe some of our listeners will remember these. Um, they had, uh, like, barrels. You remember they used to have, like, barrels right there at the registers? You know, with just, like, I guess the item of the day or the week or whatever in there. Oh, yeah. Impulse buys. And they had right. one full of gum. It was King Kong and Godzilla gum. Oh, wow. It was in pouches just like Big Wee Chew. Do you remember those at all? 
I don't think so, man. I think you told me about them, but I don't remember those. People every now and again will sell those on eBay auto pouches for like ten bucks. You know, I just I'm not going to chew the gum at this point. (laughs) But uh, this was back in '88, I want to say. Um, but man, I I used to get I didn't give a shit about the King Kong gum. but that Godzilla gum, I would just get that. I'd sit in the bathtub, take a bath, just oh, yeah. shoving that gum in my face. <laughs> well, I just, I just distinctly remember that because uh, I, 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 I mean, that gum just kind of came out of nowhere. It disappeared. I think they only yeah, had it that one year. Kind of weird. Was it like made yeah. by the people that did uh, Big League Chew? I. Part of me wants to say, yeah, because, like I said, it's the same pouch, and from what I remember, the Godzilla one was like fruit punch. Um, So it it had that same kind of texture. Of course, it was like little, like Godzilla um, heads, I believe. Oh, Or pieces of guy. It wasn't shreds. Oh, okay. Um, Was the King Kong, like, banana-flavored? No, man. King Kong was like something like blue raspberry or something. Uh, it was just kind of out of nowhere. I, I was like, I, I, that may be another reason why I never even messed with it. I don't like raspberry, but I like fruit yeah. punch. Yeah. Uh, if it had been banana, I might have tried it, but I doubt it would have been very good. No doubt. No. Uh, but uh, that's just a, a good memory there. Again, from being a kid. Um, oh, man, so many. Man, yeah, I mean, I, I do have to say I'm glad to still see so many people uh, decorating their homes for Halloween yeah, around that yeah. area still. They still do that. They do. They do. It, it's, oh. it seems like it's more than maybe five years ago. seems like it's kind of the numbers have increased and people are kind of embracing they, it now. They they are. I, I know they are because the last year my mom lived in our old childhood house there. Uh-huh. Uh, nobody came trick-or-treating. Not one kid. Nobody. And even before that, it was like two. Uh, but when she moved, which is just right down the road, we now get trick-or-treaters quite a bit. Oh, really? Um, yeah. That's yeah, we good. do. Uh which is nice. I'm, I'm glad. You know, now the parents aren't, you know, when their kids walk out alone, the parents are either with them or they're driving them. Right. The car, right. Which is fine, man. If that makes, if, if that makes you feel better and more secure about that, that's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm totally cool with that. You know, yeah. just at least they're taking the kids out trick or treating, you know? Right. So I was glad to see that the last couple of years have been different. Uh, that's why I'm making sure I'm going home Friday. I want to you know, have a little fun Friday night. Oh, yeah, man. But the house we're at now, we've been here for, fuck, this will be the seventh year, we or seventh Halloween we've been here. And we've had maybe like three the whole time we've been here, like total three trick-or-treaters. So we don't really even plan on it. So we're going... I think we're going to my parents' neighborhood this year because they actually do something, you know, so. 
they don't do shit around here. You know, it's just all a bunch of people with their fucking lights off. You know, nobody wants to participate, so. I don't know. I wonder, you know, how many people are going to other neighborhoods to do it now because that neighborhood isn't really, I guess, Halloween friendly. Well, you know, they, they do a big, uh, it's like a carnival type thing they do right here near my house that probably, you know, most of the kids go to that and they don't worry about, you know, actually going trick-or-treating. Yeah, I, I did that once as a kid. It wasn't the same. No, it wasn't the same at all. Yeah, I did it too. <laughs> I went to a church, my cousin's church. It's a big uh-huh. church, you know, out in Jackson. And uh, it was fun. I mean, don't get me wrong. It, it, was, it was fun. And it was... And it wasn't like a neutral fall festival at the time. It was a Halloween thing. We dressed up and all that. Right. But uh, no, it, it was it was fun, but I just, it's not the same as trick-or-treating, so. It's not. It's not at all. I mean, we used to do that shit like a different day than Halloween, you know. We used to do the 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 festivals, you know, a different day. Yeah, like yeah I think they did it that way. Yeah. Yeah. But, well, you remember you you would uh, <clears throat> you would uh, come with us to our church growing up on the little right. Halloween thing we do, but it was never on Halloween night. Right. Yeah, I know. And that yeah, sure, that was a lot of fun. Sure, but it didn't like you know fringe on the uh, you know trick or treating time. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, they just, uh, I'm just so worried about these kids, like, you know, you go out and get free Butterfingers from people, suddenly you're in league with the devil. Yeah. <laughs> Man, one year, I went to the, uh, to the mall on, uh, on Halloween. Did you ever do that? Uh, no, I don't think I did. <laughs> it was crazy as hell, man. It was like stores would give you candy, like a house would. You'd go up to the store and you'd say, trick-or-treat, and they'd give you candy. Oh, wow. So you'd go, go around to every, you know, individual store in the mall. And uh, <laughs> the image that sticks in my mind, I was probably seven or eight, maybe, and uh, the image that sticks in my mind is this this one kid wearing a uh, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles costume, but it was, like, totally homemade. It was, like, his shell was just, like, a cardboard box. Okay. <laughs> wow. But, uh, yeah, it was, like, to- totally homemade. You know, it was, I mean, not awful looking, but <laughs> that that's just the image I have in my mind. Like, it was, uh, there was a few of those. The homemade Ninja Turtles. That was must have been like in the big, uh, you know, Ninja Turtles craze that was going on there. Yeah, that was a full swing. Down. I guess the, uh, I guess they didn't want to deal with the same generic Ninja Turtle costumes, you know, the mask and the shitty suit. Yeah, the plastic I mask, and the yeah. the rubber suit, or whatever the hell it was. Yeah, but uh. <laughs> Oh, man. Man, that reminds me 
I kind of hate to bring this memory up, but uh, you remember when uh, we, I think, uh, shit, I can't remember if it was at the school or at the church. I uh, I played Donald Duck in the play. Oh, shit. You remember that? And Mom made this, it was actually a really good Donald Duck costume, but it was huge. It made my already big head look about five times bigger. <laughs> I think I saw pictures. Yeah. I don't think I actually saw it. Oh, we kept the costume for a while. I don't know where it is. I'm sure it's gone now. But damn, I just remember that thing. She spent a while on it. It was a good costume, you know, for being homemade. <laughs> I just remember that head was fucking huge. I had to put it on top of mine, of course, and strap it around my chin. But it was like, you know, my head was bobbing everywhere. You know, it was too heavy. <laughs> And the beat yeah. flopping around in front of my eyes. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I had to ask her about that. Uh, <clears throat> I think you were pretty young when you had that on. Yeah, yeah, I was. I just, I just can't remember when here that was, and also <clears throat> how she, they were able to get away with using licensed Disney characters. But, oh, yeah. I don't, I don't know. That was back when old Walt was still alive, so it was okay. <clears throat> back in the 60s. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, this... Well, I, I don't think... I don't, I don't have any bad memories of Halloween at all. Um, no, me either. You know, when I <clears throat> got older, you know, we get into a little bit of uh, mischief, but... Uh, you know, nothing really that bad, you know. Uh, I remember we'd uh, spray silly string on some people. That was about the craziest we ever got, you know. At least it wasn't like sulfuric acid. No, no, it was all, oh, it was all in good fun, you know. It, it, it wasn't, you know, intentionally, like, mean or mean-spirited or anything. <clears throat> oh, I remember houses being toilet papered. I do remember I that. I never did that. I actually never did that ever. I, I never TP'd anybody. Um, I think that happened I to us once. I was too busy smoking dope to do that. <laughs> oh, man. I, I didn't have time for that shit. Yeah, it's not the kind of paper you were rolling, huh? That's right. No. <laughs> Oh man. Um Yeah, I just uh trying to think of anything else. Like oh yeah, the old you know, the commercials that used to come on when we were kids for Halloween. Oh yeah. Like uh what I, I really remember is the um McDonald's McNugget commercial. I knew you were gonna have a mass sciences one. That's just the one that sticks out yeah. for me. I, you know, I've been Googling the hell out of, you know, old 80s commercials, 80s retro and all that. But I, yeah. I keep getting pictures of, like, costumes of what people think the 80s were. It's all like Madonna. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Um, yeah, and see, that's another thing that makes me feel old. Google retro 80s Halloween, and you will find all sorts of costumes for, like, Madonna and, you know, the uh, the gym 
tights and stuff you know women used to wear at the time and you know, even disco stuff i guess because you know disco was still around at 81 82 but uh that's our childhood <laughs> you know our halloween childhood there disco um, and tights yeah disco and tights and you're not joking that's, that's all it is yeah and there's a fucking Mr. T outfit. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's... Of course, it's going to be out there. There's some whore in some sexy Ghostbusters costume. It's... I, I just love that that's what people are going to remember from the 80s. You know? Well, there's a there's a sexy everything. There's like... Name, name something, there's a sexy version of that now. Costume. Like, there's a sexy Jason Voorhees. There's a sexy Freddy Krueger. Oh, yeah. I was seeing stuff like that. Yeah, the, the women dressed <sighs> up as these disgusting murderers. Yeah. Let's do a sexy uh, John Wayne Gacy. Um, <laughs> <over> well. <laughs> he just put some tramp showing her titties, and, like, that's a costume. Yeah. That's all. That's all women have to do, I guess. Tarantulas on the titties. <sighs> well, it seems uh, like that's what that's what Halloween is to them now is just some excuse to be even more of a whore than usual. Yeah, even going to um, Halloween stores, you know, the ones that crop up just for Halloween. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, half of it's all for kids, and then the other half is all for people, you know, where they have flaps where you can plop your dick out or your, exactly. your butthole, you know, exactly. for, for, you know, your Halloween, you know, apple bobbing time or some shit. <laughs> uh, you have a barrel of apples right there on your crotch and invite drunk women to come bobbing for apples, but they don't get a mouthful of apples. Or dudes, if that's what you're into. I don't know. Okay. Sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I I I see what you mean, though. Yeah, it's all, it's very few of them. Like the one here where I live, I uh, went there. There was only a very few adult costumes that were just actual adult costumes. Uh, there was one of Slimer. Yeah. Uh, it was like a huge blowing booger, but uh, sexy Slimer. The rest, yeah, exactly. Which would be Melissa McCarthy with her jump right now. Uh, it's, it's a full costume except her pussy's cut out. It's just like a <laughs> circle around her pussy. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Huge Sexy Slimer. Tits. Sexy Camel Toe Slimer. Oh, you brought a Camel Toe, though. God. Um... But yeah, everything's like that, though. Every every one of them, they had, like, you know, some of, like, uh, Dr. Feelgood, uh, prison escapees, and shit. You have people with just huge dogs and stuff. I mean, you know, I don't want to go around, you know, I don't want to go out there dressed up like a penis, you know? Well, I mean, I can kind of understand you're in, like, a college town. I can kind of understand that. But... I don't know. It, it, it's like you search like witch costume or you know some like generic ass you know Halloween costume, 
and it's all these like scantily clad women. It's really kind of ridiculous, you know. Yeah, it's all just a uh, way to go get caught. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, they're they're having fun. It's it's just kind of funny to see that. You know, I can't just go like. I want to dress up as a, you know, a character. I say I just want to dress up basically as Michael Myers. But I go through there and they're all wearing like, uh, you know, two tops and, you know, short fucking skirts. And I have to wear that shit. My balls are hanging down. Right, right, I don't, right. Nobody wants to see that. You know? You're hanging your brain over there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Doing the goat for everybody <clears throat> to see. Doing the bat wing. <laughs> I just uh, uh like like I just searched uh which Halloween costume and they're all like the first two were like maybe a thirteen year old girl dressed in you know uh you know inappropriate way and then the rest were all grown women, you know, very scantily clad. Well yeah, I mean it's like you go you dress up as a kid you know, it's whatever you want. It's all fun and shit. Once you hit puberty, you have to go out there and let everything hang out. You got to hang on. And the whole point of how it changes. You can go out and get, like, you know, good Halloween costumes through, you know, Trick or Treat Studios and, and other places like that. I know you can do that, but, you know, just most people don't do that. Most people are just going to go to these Halloween shops and that's yeah. all they're fine. Yeah, speaking so, of uh, speaking of Trick or Treat Studios, I actually ordered some stuff from them recently. Cool. That's uh, Trick or Treat Studios dot com. They uh, have lots of great, you know, reasonably priced stuff. Um, I've never ordered from them uh, personally, but I know a lot of folks that have and been really satisfied with the stuff they have there. Have lots of uh, great great mask and you know other stuff like that i got the uh halloween 2 mask and also uh uh the halloween 2 uh, light up pumpkin oh cool which is a it's like an exact replica of the pumpkin from the movie oh okay i know i know what you're talking about the uh, opening credits yeah yeah okay cool yeah i know what you're talking about I ordered it maybe a week and a half ago, and I was hoping it would be in before Halloween, but, you know, that's uh, that's cool if it's not. I wasn't <clears throat> going to wear it or anything, but... Uh, it, they uh, just... I, I know about the, the way they do that. It's all made to order. It may take a little while. And right, especially right. now, man, Halloween is huge. Yeah, I know. I know they're busy. But great, great stuff at great prices. Really great quality stuff. I haven't heard anybody say anything bad about the stuff they've ordered, so check them out at uh, trickortreatstudios.com. uh, Anything else you wanted to go over, you wanted to mention? Man, I'm I'm trying to think. Uh, I've done movies, commercials, Sexy costumes, um, blood farts. Yeah. Uh, 
Man, I don't know. I mean, we've already bitched about a state of Halloween now. You know, that's that's a big issue for me. And yeah, I just you know, living down here alone, I got a bunch of lights and stuff and put it in my room. Right. So I feel like Halloween down here. I didn't get any real pumpkins because uh, that's just going to stink if I carve it up. Yeah. I don't really have anywhere to put it, you know. I, you know, I, yeah, one thing about growing up, you know, we carve, we always have way too many pumpkins. We go down yeah. to the farmer's market down in Jackson. And, oh, yeah. Uh, we carve maybe, maybe half of them, and the other half would stay. Uh Yeah. But, you know, you know, we just keep them as Thanksgiving decorations, you know. Right. And, uh, but then after that, they kind of wear out their welcome. But, damn, those things would last. If you don't carve them up, they last for months. I mean, I, I remember having some sitting out in the yard till like, February before they finally uh, gave up the ghost. Of course, it's cold as hell, so it takes them, like, a full month to run. So you're just watching them melt slowly. And then that damn dog would come over from next door and eat them. <laughs> um, yeah, um, I mean, it's it's easily my favorite holiday. You know, Christmas is right behind it. Sure, got a hell of a lot of good memories on it. It's just. Uh, it even sucks that I don't think TV, you know, television, they don't do much for it anymore. Um, you know, like TV shows growing up, you remember, like Roseanne, you know, we used to oh, yeah. seasons. Their Halloween episodes were pretty good. Uh, yeah. Uh, Married with Children never had good Halloween episodes. Oh, really? They had good Christmas episodes. I think it's, I don't know what it was, man. It's because they were so miserable, and that was the funny part of it. They were just a family that just hated their lives. So with Christmas, which is supposed to be jolly and joyous and all that, that right. that, comp, that contrast worked really well with that. It was funny. But Halloween was different, yeah. you know. Um, so, yeah, you've got, you know, the Roseanne Halloween episodes that were pretty good. <laughs> And I just remember the specials that would come on as a kid. Um, there was a, a DVD set. There, It was like a single disc that had uh, quite a few of those on there, just the specials. of uh, uh-huh. I know Roseanne was one. I think there was maybe like a Happy Days on there. Uh, I don't remember all the you know particular shows, but it was all the Halloween specials. Yeah. That, I think uh, I saw that. I'd really like to pick that up because I, yeah, I was a huge fan of those. Always look forward to the, you know, the uh, the syndicated episodes of the uh, the Halloweens. <clears throat> you know, all the shows did it. Yeah, yeah, they all did, and uh, you know, I I just don't see that so much anymore. I can, uh, I'm- you know kind of get into our love of uh, sitcoms, you know, that we're probably going to do at some point. But I've been watching uh, news radio a lot lately. And, oh, yeah. Uh, I saw their, you know, one of their Halloween specials they did. I think they did one every year, but I saw the one from season five the other day that was uh, really good. John Lovitz. 
on Seth Rollins. Season five. That's John Lovitz, yeah. Yeah. That's a good show. I just, it's just sad, you know, once you, once, once John Lovitz comes in. It's, I love John Lovitz, but it's not the same. Yeah. You know, Phil Harmon now. I thought the show hey. was still really funny. It's just, uh, I think it kind of ended just because of maybe the cast didn't really want to continue doing it. I, I would imagine there was some tension between Andy Dick and John Hawkins. You would think so, so wouldn't you? I, I'm sure there was. I mean, Lovitz was pretty vocal about blaming Andy right. Dick for that. I heard about that later. I didn't know when that show was going on, if that was a, was a thing, you know? So I know uh, he, maybe, he got into a fight I mean, with him, you know, what, two, he did. two three years ago? He did. Uh, which, you know, good for him, man, he did. I just don't sure, care for sure. him, he did anyway. Uh, he's like a squirmy little thing. but uh, I don't either. I mean, I think that show is the only thing he's really known for anyway. Yeah. Oh, I did like him on the show. I liked his character. But uh the the guy I think is a you know you know, ridiculous person. Yeah. Um Yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, Halloween used to be an event. it was always this time of year, man. Around this time of year, a few weeks before Halloween, oh, that yeah. was the holidays for us. And we just followed through till, yeah. uh, till literally when school would come back in, you know, about a week, a week and a half after New Year's, you know? Yeah. And, you know, and then, and then we were just right back in the long hall until summer ahead. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I mean, like around our area, too, it was kind of a kickoff for the cooler weather. You know, like it is yeah. now here, man. We've we're still like we went camping over the weekend. It was like eighty-seven degrees during the day last uh, yeah. Saturday. You know, we were expecting that shit to be a lot cooler. Eighty-seven degrees, man. That's like summer weather, and it's uh, yeah. We're finally about to get some some cooler weather. So it uh, yeah, it's so weird because it did cool off and it got warm again this past weekend, but. It's supposed to stay cool for this week, so. Seems to be our, our great weather. Oh, dude, the weather here is... I, I remember Christmas of 88. Man, it was like pouring rain. I think it was Christmas of 88. It was around then. It was just... Like, it was cold, just pouring. It was a miserable day. Um... I remember I had to wait till like the next day to go outside and play with my toys I got for Christmas. But yeah, the weather here is just kind of—it kind of sucks, you know. And, and I, are. you know, the, uh, the climate being the way it is, it's just uh, so erratic now. Yeah. You know, we uh, well, last we, winter was actually a winter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we can get cold weather, but, you know, it may not happen very often. No, no. I mean, snow is something we just don't really get. But, you know, we got plenty of snow and ice this last winter. Yeah, more than usual. 
Yeah, it was like four or five times that that happened. And we're lucky to have him happen once. Yeah. You know, I couldn't even... You know, I was stuck here for a couple of days because of the ice. Just, oh, were you? You know, for school and everything. And, you know, they canceled it one day, and the next day school was in. But there was a massive ice patch uh, down the road, like, right... Well, I have to go through there to get right. on the highway. So I just... I'm, I'm not dealing with that. <laughs> you know, I'm not going over ice patch in that corner. Because I know sure. my luck. I'll go, like, 10 feet out of my driveway, and then my car just explodes as soon as I hit the <laughs> ice. But, uh, yeah, um, I mean, I'm glad it's cooling off, and, you know, I, I'm looking forward to this holiday season. Yeah, me uh, too, man. Well, let's we go ahead and cut it off here, and uh, we thank you guys for listening. You can check us out at Two Peas on a Pod on Twitter. Thanks for listening.
Come on.